six stars from last year's playoff team. It's the opening night as Pleasanton welcomes in Sheldon, and all the action is coming up next. But first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcar live from Pleasanton right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Orioles and Nationals are scoreless Good in the fourth. Everyone, and congratulations. Hawaii kick you off the college football season. football season. It's been about six months since we've had high school sports in the state of Nebraska with a game. We're not uh, discounting uh, track and soccer, but the traditional fall sports season gets underway here tonight as a team that really looks to make a lot of noise in Class D2 has a lot of experience coming back. One of the youngest teams in the state a year ago, Pleasanton, They've had a year to mature after going 4-5. Four and five. At 4-4, four and four, they made it in the state playoffs. And uh, for Shelton, they're here in Pleasanton to take on the Bulldogs, and they're hoping to maybe get back into those winning ways because both of these two schools have a pretty good, rich tradition in eight-man football. I'm Randy Bushcutter. Joining me tonight is uh, Don Lease. And, Don, it's always great whenever the high school football season comes back upon us, especially for these teams because – it's a long camp. You're banging on yep. each other for a long time, and now you finally get to take on somebody that has a different colored helmet than you do. Yep, and that's exactly right. You know, both these teams, you know, both, you know, during the summer times have been going to different camps, Randy, and then, you know, now, you know, for the last two weeks they've been banging on each other, and, and they, they're ready to get out here and uh, go at each other. A beautiful night for football here. You know, Coach Westland was saying, you know, he had a couple kids that were hurt last year, didn't get to play you know, very much last year, and they're ready to get out here and get after things. And if you're wondering why they are starting at 7.30, we anticipate the first game of the year is usually a very hot game, one of those games where they slow it down, have extra timeouts to make sure people stay hydrated. Well, it feels like football weather. I mean, it's it's a little bit cooler. It's not exactly cold. I mean, we're not seeing our breath by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a little bit cooler. But that's by the 7.30 start. We anticipate it would be a hot night. It's actually a great night for football. Yeah, it is. You know, you're – in the mid-70s, low 70s, you know, by the time we kick off right around 70 degrees, Randy, you know, that's perfect weather for football. You know, this is more, you know, about a month from now, you know, about the uh, middle of September, end of September type of weather where, you know, it, it's, it's, it's nice out here. It's just good, nice football, and the field looks in good shape, and it's, it's ready to play some football tonight. Yeah, we're pretty excited to be here. And, again, uh, Pleasanton made the state last year. Shelton missed out at 3-5 uh, and five in the regular season. Pleasanton got in at 4-4. Four and four. Very young team a year ago. They've got a lot of numbers. they got 29 kids out for football. They, the numbers game kind of caught up with Shelton last year. That's one reason why they struggled a little bit. They have three starters back, all on the offensive and defensive line. So they've got some size up front. Yep, and that's one thing, you know, Coach Westland was kind of a little bit concerned about was the up front part of things. He said, you know, we have a lot of skilled positions. we got a lot of people. we got a lot of speed, you know, those types of things. But the up front things, you know, kind of concerns him on some things. And then Shelton comes in here with some experience up front. Uh, you know, so uh, Pleasanton will be tested right off the bat. So we anticipate a great night of football. The only thing we guarantee is somebody named the Bulldogs is going to win here tonight <laughs> in Pleasanton. We're going to take a quick break. You are listening 
to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Your yield leader, contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk with the two head coaches, beginning with Shelton, first-year head coach Joel Ferguson. We'll talk with the coach right after this. Zimatic Center Pivots provide farmers worldwide with the best quality, highest performance irrigation systems. Year after year, these systems have proven themselves in varying types of terrain, cropping situations, and irrigation requirements. This is because of dedication to service and unique design. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation, your Zimatic dealer. Clipper Publishing wishes all area teams good luck in the game. Clipper Publishing is proud of the successful athletes from Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River and look forward to supporting and reporting on all the game's activities in the Shelton Clipper, the Gibbon Reporter, and Wood River Sunbeam. Go to clipperpubco.com every day for daily updates on events happening in Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River. Why wait till Thursday for your local news updates? Subscribe to one of the weekly newspapers and go to clipperpubco.com for daily updates. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work. So trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. LaserTech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. LaserTech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. LaserTech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With LaserTech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how LaserTech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day this sports broadcast is made possible in part by scott phillips licensed agent for over 30 years handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980 find out about coverages available for hail wind fire and transportation of grain after harvest crop insurance specialist with a farming background we specialize in the crop insurance business crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules rates and regulations on a continuous basis ensuring over 60,000 acres in the central nebraska area 
It's the opening night of the high school football season, and we're proud to see a battle of the Bulldogs tonight as Shelton takes on Pleasanton here on ESPN Radio. And first-year Shelton coach Joel Ferguson joins us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show as uh, they've got a roster that uh, we're going to learn a lot about, maybe not just tonight, but over quite a few years here because it is a young roster. And, Coach, uh, I guess first off, uh, every coach is a little uh, nervous and anticipating that uh, opening night of football. But uh, give me a little... uh, background here on how the uh, camp has went this fall with all these young kids um camp's been going really well it's been a big learning experience um well, these kids are really excited about football excited to see what the true friday night game will be i guess in this case thursday night um just get out there and start moving and seeing what high school football is all about and I'm sure everybody, including myself, uh, whether it's the townspeople, the parents, the papers, the radios, <laughs> we're all going to focus on how young this football team is. What challenges does that present for you? Well, there are obviously, you know, some big challenges there in terms of development and maturity. Um, but I think the kids have taken it in stride very well, and they've understand that you know, they have an obstacle to um, overcome, and they've looked at that all year and all summer and so a lot of preparation has gone into you know making sure that they're as ready as freshmen can be to play immediately i guess on the positive side out of the 19 kids you got five seniors they're all going to be in the starting lineup for you how have you seen the seniors kind of help bring these younger kids along um yeah throughout the summer you know we've had some very good leadership with their upperclassmen uh, making sure that they come to open football dates. They come to open weights, and you know, making sure that they set the tone for those freshmen who have don't never really seen what a high school practice is like. Um, continuing to work, um, taking them under their wing, whether it's going to team dinners, stuff like that. Um, just trying to encompass the body of what a high school team looks like. We'll talk with Shelton head football coach Joel Ferguson here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Joel, how different, whether it's your coaching philosophy or personnel, how different will this year's Shelton team, at least early on, look than what uh, the fans are used to seeing the last couple of years? Um, Personnel-wise, it'll look um, extremely different. Uh, Last year we lost, I believe it was 10 seniors and kind of replaced them with 10 freshmen. Um, So we'll see a little change in terms of who's playing and stuff like that. But personnel-wise, um, we still have this remaining core of coaches. So a lot of our playbook and a lot of the things that we're going to do are very similar. Um, the only person we lost on the coaching staff was uh, the head coach. So things should translate pretty well. Trying to make an easy adjustment for some of these young kids. You've got a big old boy in Junior Saucita on the line. It's easy to see that maybe you want to run it behind him a little bit, but you're also taking one of your linemen, you tell me, and, and maybe moving Kyle around a little bit. Yeah, definitely. But those are two of our most athletic kids on our team. You know, Junior Saucita weighing 280 pounds, he's probably the most athletic kid on our team. He's got some pretty light feet, and we should be able to use him in some good situations. You've uh, picked Marcus Lobber uh, as a freshman, as a quarterback. He's got a pretty good frame on him for a freshman. Uh, why did you go with him, and uh, what makes him uh, special back there? Um, he truly understands the game. He's a, you know, as a coach, you know, you want a kid who really embodies what you want to do and learning and understanding what's happening, and that's what he is. 
know, he he studies the game, he understands the answer question. Um, he truly is starting to develop into a uh, leader by example. And we like to talk offense, of course, but obviously these kids will flip it around and, and be defense, and it looks like your defensive line might be the strength of this team. Yeah, definitely. They have the most experience. Um, that's where we're going to be strong up front. Um, it's D2 football, so we're going to get there's a lot of scoring that happens and involved, but I feel like so if we can control that line of scrimmage, we can give opportunities for our quicker, younger guys to make some plays in the second level. Joel Ferguson with us here, Shelton Head football coach. Joel, just kind of in the coaching meetings here, what are you guys discussing if you're going to be competitive and maybe win some games this year with this young roster? What's going to be the key, do you think? Uh, just like I mentioned just a little bit ago, just controlling that line of scrimmage and obviously limiting penalties, um, limiting penalties and limiting bad plays. We're really young, um, so the pace of the game is going to be seen pretty quick to some of our guys. So limiting errors, limiting penalties, um, if we can sustain good drives and stuff like that and play smart fundamental football, um, I think we have a shot with our senior leadership. Let's talk a little bit about the game uh, tonight. Uh, You're going to start on the road with a Pleasanton team that uh, went to the playoffs last year and has a lot of experience back. I know they like to hit that weight room probably a little bigger in some areas, but what do you see from uh, Pleasanton tonight? I see a a team that's, like you said, a playoff team returning. Um, They have a lot of experience back. They're going to be quick to the ball. They have a lot of speed and, you know, development over the summer with what Pleasanton has going, you know, it can only make them better. And so we're anticipating a very tough Pleasanton team who um, has a lot of experience. Joel, take us inside the locker room a little bit here. Uh, your your pregame speech, it's going to be your first one as the head football coach, obviously taking care of wrestling and, and seeing some of these kids uh, throughout the time. But uh, tell us what maybe a, a goal or two is and that you're going to try to emphasize when you send them out there for game one. Um, the big emphasis for us and what we've been kind of preaching all week as we've been preparing for Pleasanton is um, to hit every play hard, you know, trying to never take a play off because we don't really have that um, luxury um, to have, be able to sub a lot of kids in. So understanding that mental toughness prevails over athleticism, athleticism most days. Well, Joel, uh, we look forward to seeing the Bulldogs. We wish you the best of luck not only tonight, throughout the year, and uh, keep these young kids healthy, okay? All right. Well, thank you. That's Shelton Head football coach Joel Ferguson joining us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll chat with Ricky Westland of Pleasanton right after this on ESPN Radio. Opening night of the high school football season and two area eight-man teams ready to see what they've got after a long off-season of work. Pleasanton taking on Shelton Pleasanton coach Ricky Westland joins us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. And Coach, uh, I'm sure everyone's eager to get things uh, started here. Is it the kids more eager or are the coaches more eager? It's well-balanced. We're just, as a unit, we're ready to go. Well, I suppose that after uh, thumping on each other for a while, uh, the kids are looking for some new competition. And I guess a couple of things right off the bat here as we look at the roster, maybe a couple more names and off to the side, there's a few more 11s and 12s for juniors and seniors this year. Yeah, there is. You know, we, uh, and we're just kind of building our numbers a little bit here. The freshmen are going up. I think we got 10 freshmen out this year, so we have a total of 29 kids. So it's just nice to be able to get that many kids out on the practice field and rotate groups in like crazy. 
sometimes uh, you're still trying to build talent, and sometimes freshmen are freshmen. They're young. But what's competition been like here in practice and the offseason and some of the camps that uh, that you went to with that kind of numbers? Oh, I think it's great. We went to a uh, a team camp this summer, and we had two freshman quarterbacks with us. So, you know, it was a great time, an opportunity for them to get their uh, – their nose into it and see what it was all about and then have a chance to get coached while doing so. You have a bunch of kids back with starting experience, but maybe they're not all going to play in the same place that they've played before. Give us a little look at what your team's going to be like here on opening night. And I guess we can start on the offensive side. We got uh, some nice looking ends. We got Ryan Bush who's been an end for us since his freshman year. He's looking about, you know, six four, one ninety. Um, Hunter Pates had played some receiver towards the end last year. Um, great hands, and I was, you know, if you follow him in basketball, he's an excellent athlete there. You know, he can dump in about 30 points a night easily. And he's a uh, 6'4", 180. We got him at the other end. So you got some a nice bookends there on the line. Uh, we have uh, senior Keaton Reese. He missed last year with ankle injury, but he's back in full power. And the joke going around camp is those JV kids, when they get nailed by Keaton, they tell each other they just got Keaton. So <laughs> he's really ready to go for his senior year. Uh, and then we got a, a junior playing center, Bronson Gibbons. He put on some size this summer and got some strength in his lower body. Um, he was looking really good, along with a sophomore, Dylan Sievert, starting at the left guard. A little young in the backfield, but again, uh, Tyler Pulaski at quarterback. And then uh, Ibach and Riley Rosiski definitely saw some playing time for you last year. Uh, how have you seen their development into their sophomore year? Well, just when we started fall camp, their eyes aren't nearly as big as they were last year when they started as freshmen. So just, you know, they got the experience and confidence going in. They know what to expect. They know what Friday night lights are going to be all about. Obviously, at this level, a lot of the kids that play on one side are going to play on the other. You do have a few more numbers, as you said, so maybe not everybody's going to play both ways. Uh, how does that translate to what we see on the defensive side? Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll mix some more sophomores in on the defensive side of things, and I think we, uh, we'll be starting a freshman on both sides of the ball uh, Thursday night. So it's going to be pretty good. We have uh, some young kids that are stepping up. And then also we got the seniors to anchor positions, you know, call out the defenses with linebacker at Ryan Bush, kind of sees things happening. And then he'll be with Keaton in the middle, Weston Dixon in the middle in front of him at nose guard. So we'll be able to rotate a lot of kids. They've all stepped up. They've all figured out the defense rather well through our first uh, week and, or two and a half weeks here of uh, camp. Talk with Ricky Westland, head football coach of Pleasanton. The Battle of Bulldogs tonight as they get things going uh, with Shelton. Uh, you guys have always found a way to uh, be able to score on special teams or, or be pretty strong in that area. How's that look for you going into the opening night? That's still pretty strong. You know, the kids just they buy into what we do. We talk about tradition. You know, we show videos of teams past. You know, we're going all the way back to '97, pulling out block teams, um, just showing them the, and getting them to buy into what we're preaching to them. You've also went with what you've got. Uh, I've seen you line up and run it. I've seen you chuck it all over the field the last uh, few times when you've had that experienced quarterback. With Tyler and, and Riley back there, is this going to be line up, use your big ends, or do you have confidence that Tyler can still get the ball around the field? No, we're going we're gonna to line up, use our big ends, and also Tyler can put the ball and distribute it well around the field. It's uh, you know just another chapter of Bulldog football, and We'll open up that chapter Thursday night and see what we can put together here. We have some talented kids, and you know every you know every coach does it. They try to put their offense in position to show the talents of those athletes they have. I think we got a good one here. Uh, the kids seem very comfortable with it. 
and we've seen a lot of cool things happen at practice and during our scrimmage last Friday night. What are you going to look for early, Coach, uh, in that first quarter? Sometimes coaches need to know that first half of the first game. Uh, what's going to be the first thing you're going to be looking at uh, from this team on Thursday night? We're just going to you know, establish our base plays. Along with that, you know, we went through this whole introduction, you know, getting the offense rolling, telling kids, hey, there's going to be plays that are negative. There's going to be plays that we fumble the ball. But just try to put them at ease. You know, it's four quarters. It, it takes a while to get through that. Um, you know, it's running the ball, passing the ball. It's going to take a while to get going. So when those mistakes happen early, we want to try to establish confidence in them and say, hey, no big deal. We're going to fix it. We're going to move on. So that way we can finish strong and hopefully come out with a win. Looks like numbers kind of got the better of Shelton last year. This is a team that had been a very strong playoff worthy. Now they have a new head coach. Uh, it's the opening night of the year. What are you? What's your scouting report on the, on your opponent tonight? Uh, scouting report is prepare for everything defensively. <laughs> we don't know what they're going to come out with. You know, they might. They have a lot of guys that are still on staff that were with uh, Coach Lau last year, and you don't know what Coach Jurgensen will bring in this year. So you know, just prepare for everything, and that's it's great because then you don't just sit there and focus maybe just on the spread. You don't focus just on the eye because it's a long season. You're going to see everything. So during these first two and a half weeks, we've been practicing against everything defensively, which kind of is a benefit for us for the whole season. And, Ricky, because it is opening night, let's get a quick thought on, on just kind of the schedule overall. You've got some teams that have been perennial powers and maybe took a step back last year like a Shelton or a Giltner. Axtell's kind of like mm-hmm. you guys coming back, uh, maybe some different teams in your in your district later in the year. What do you think about the overall schedule and, and what it could mean for your team? Well, it's, I think it's, pretty, it's a pretty good fit for us. You know, we don't look on the schedule and see in some Myrna or Samuel Stedford like we had last couple of years. But, you know, there's always teams that just surprise you. Um, Giltner, you know, they can be, you know, who knows what Jeff did over the summer with those boys. They might be outstanding. So you just got to prepare for anything. Um, and it's also nice to see some new teams on the schedule. Blue Hill, there's just a tradition-rich school down there. You know, they're always making a good run for the state championship. And it'll be fun to go down there and uh, meet up with them and see what they're about. Uh, we've met up with the old uh, Twin Loop before as a, a single opponent, as sergeant. So they're together with Taylor now. So it'll be nice to get back to, and touch Kozel up there. Well, it should be uh, an exciting season. Good group of kids back in uh, Pleasanton. Definitely looking to get back to the playoffs here. It all starts tonight. Last thought, Ricky, it is a Thursday night game. Uh, was this something that you guys wanted to do intentionally? And uh, are you liking playing with the spotlight on you guys tonight? Well, it's kind of fun. There hopefully will be some more people there. You know, Other teams will be there to watch, you know, scout or watch, just get a game underneath their belt, see what it's like. Maybe have a little bit of playoff atmosphere because of the other schools that might be in attendance and more fans being there. But, uh, you know, as a coach, you like you said earlier in the interview, Doug, we've been beating on each other for a long time, and I don't know if we could wait one more night. <laughs> well, uh, it's time to get it underway. It's always great to see you guys, Ricky, and uh, best of luck to the Bulldogs uh, from Pleasanton uh, throughout the season. We'll see you again here shortly. Good luck. Thank, thank you, Doug. That's Ricky Westlet, head coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. We'll continue on with the starting lineups when we return right after this on ESPN. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! 
And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Time now to give you our starting lineups. We'll give you the defensive lineups for both Bulldogs. We'll begin, first of all, for the visitors from Shelton. At linebacker will be Ryan Bush, a 6'4 senior. Also at linebacker will be Brady Klein, only a freshman. He's 5'11". Nose guard will be Keaton Reese. He's a 5'10 senior. Safety and uh, quarterback will be Tyler Pulowski. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong one. This is the uh, starting defense for Pleasanton, so... We'll keep going with that. Also at linebacker will be Travis Tolles, uh, 5'10", junior for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Riley Rosicki, a sophomore, 5'10", will play safety. At nose guard and defensive end will be Bronson Gibbons. He's a 6'1", junior. Also playing some nose guard will be Weston Dixon. He's six foot and a senior. Defensive ends will be Dylan Siebert, a sophomore at six foot, and Caleb Rieslin, also a sophomore at 6'1". For head coach Ricky Westland, and my apologies for misidentifying which Bulldogs we were reading. Also on defense here for Shelton will be Daly Holler, a 5'10 senior. Charlie Cessna, also a senior at 5'8", 160 pounds. We're about ready to kick this one off. We'll continue with uh, Shelton's defensive lineup after Junior Sassina uh, will kick it off here. And I think they have problems with the clock. That'll allow us to tell you that Marcus Lobber will play both quarterback and safety here for Shelton. Kyle Roche, a 190-pound, uh, six-foot-tall senior, will start. Ben Bombeck, a freshman, 5'10", 175 pounds. He'll play defensive end. Daniel Romero, a junior, will play defensive end at 5'11", 170. Nolan Catlin is a uh, defensive tackle and a senior. And rounding out the starting lineup is the man who about to put the foot in uh, play here, but the ball in play, Junior Saucina, a 5'11", 275-pound defensive tackle, starting for head coach Joel Ferguson. And the kickoff is high in the air. It is going to go out of bounds at about the one-yard line in the air. A nice kickoff, except for the fact it went out of bounds. It would have gone through the air over the pylon. The ball would be at the 15-yard line as it stands. That's going to be a penalty here against... The uh, Shelton Bulldogs, your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. So the ball will be uh, moved out a little bit here. They'll uh, essentially be about a 10-yard penalty because they'll have it first and 10 from the 25. Randy Bushcutter along with Don Lease. And, Don, what do you expect here to start things off here for Pleasanton the first time they get their hands on the ball? Well, you know, in, in the interview, Ricky uh, did a lot of, uh, you know, let's get this ball out to our skilled position players and see if they can make something miss. But he also said he's going to do some power football every once in a while there. So, you know, right now it looks like they've got a little bit of power going right here. And uh, Pulaski will be under center here, and they'll have that triple option. They'll put a man in motion, and keeping it is going to be Pulaski. He'll come right up the middle. Not much room to run at all there. Maybe a gain of about one. That hole closed pretty quickly as uh, Haller and Swasina were both there to close things after a gain of only one. Yeah, faking that handoff up the middle, Randy, and they're just kind of following his fullback there on the right side. Uh, the two guys up big up, up front for Shelton did a really good job of collapsing in on that for a short little gain. So a reminder for you, we just wrapped up moments ago our New Tech Seed pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. Pulaski going to keep it go off the left side. 
going through that hole. He'll bring it across the 30-yard line to about the 32, gain of about six on that play. That's going to set up third and very manageable for an option-oriented football team like Pleasanton. Yep, and, uh, you know, faking that handoff again up the middle, Randy, and then he, he kind of follows those uh, backs up the middle on the left side this time. He, this time they went to the left side. Yeah, it's going to be third down and very manageable for Pleasanton right here. And Pulaski, not a, not a big kid, 145 pounds, but that also works to his advantage because he can just kind of find a little crease to sneak through there. Man in motion, that'll be Epley. Pulaski's going to keep it, and he's going to, boy, that's awfully close. They're going to mark him, I think, maybe a half of a football length short of the uh, of the line to go here, which is the 35-yard line. I mean, when the ball goes out of bounds and you start at the 25, you know you got to get to the 35, and the nose of the football is just inches short. Yep, just uh, come to the right side this time of Pleasanton's. Randy, and, uh, you know, they wanted to pitch that ball out there, but uh, the defensive end on this side came up and uh, did a good job of kind of covering that, and he tucked it up there and just is a little bit short on this one right here. So going over the center now is going to be Kyle Rosh as they tighten up the gaps in there with Swasina right in the middle, and Pulaski's going to keep it, and he slips through that initial tackle, gets a gain of about one. He was hit behind the line of scrimmage, but I kind of mentioned he's kind of small, hard to grab him. He wasn't wrapped up because it was shoulder pad to shoulder pad, that little spin move, gain of one, and now move the chains here for Pleasanton. Yep, and he just took that snap, Randy, and he, he kind of takes a little bit of a step back, kind of picking which way he wanted to go, left or right on that. Like you said, he got hit just right off the bat, but he's able to squirt off that and pick up the first down for Pleasanton. So Pulaski's carried the ball four times, and we'll call it a gain of 11 combined in those four plays. As now going in motion again is going to be up late, and they'll hand it right up the, up the middle to the fullback, Rasicki, and Rasicki's going to move it across midfield, bringing it across the 40-yard line, and uh, he's going to be uh, brought down after a gain of about six and a half. Yep, just a quick hitter right up the middle this time, Randy. They sent the one guy in motion. They handed it right up the middle on this one and, uh, you know, setting up some options and different things off this. But this time they gave it right up the middle uh, for a nice gain of uh, about six yards there. Yeah, not six and a half. It's a gain of six. And again, Epley will go in motion. Pulaski is going to keep it, and he's going to lose some yards as there was great penetration up the middle there by Shelton. And Ben Bombeck was the first one there to kind of blow up the play. Then he got some help from Cam Berglund. Yep, and then those linebackers that time, Randy, came blitzing in there this time uh, as he, you know, faked that handoff up the middle, and he's going to go out to the outside. One to pitch the ball a little bit, but there was nobody out there. They had that covered, too, and had to just take a little bit of a sack here. If Pulaski would have pitched that, Epley would have lost even yep. more yards. So that was a good decision by uh, the young quarterback, just a sophomore. So it's going to be now third and about uh, six and a half, seven. Pulaski going to keep it right up the middle, and he's going to be wrapped up as he gets across the line of the scrimmage there by Daniel Romero. He'll gain about two, and it's going to be fourth and uh, about four and a half. Yep. Uh, just trying to come to this right side of Pleasanton there, Randy. He just tucked that ball, came around this area right here, right off the tackle there, and uh, tried to pick up the you know what he needed, but uh, going to be short on this one. So we'll see if they decide the punt here or if um, just, you know, four yards and, you know, go four times. And mm-hmm. There is a theory that uh, with the running game, you just keep pounding at them, pounding at them. That's all four downs. And uh, through the course of the game, that'll work for you. And they are not going to punt unless uh, Coach Wesselin has changed his mind here because we do have a timeout. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank could do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. We'll see whether or not Pleasanton 
will punt the football for the first time this season. We come back right after this. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth here in Pleasanton as the Bulldogs taking on the Shelton Bulldogs. And for the second time facing a fourth down, they were able to get it fairly comfortably the first time they had fourth and short. This one is a little bit uh, tougher to go instead of being only inches. It's about four solid yards here. And we'll see what they decide to do. They are, again, looking like they're going to be going for it. They put a wing back to the left side. And Pulaski's in under center. He's going to keep it, and he's going to be hit in the backfield. He breaks one tackle, and there's enough Shelton players there to wrap things up and finish in the deal there is Kyle Rosh, as there was just way too much penetration there by Shelton's defensive line for that to be successful for Pleasanton. Nice stop there by the Shelton Bulldogs. Yep, uh, you know, as he tried to fake that handoff to the fullback going up the middle, Randy, it looked like he kind of wanted to tuck it in and go right behind him, but uh, there was a couple of Shelton Bulldogs right there, and he kind of bounced off that, tried to cut back across here, and there's a couple other ones there for him, and now Shelton will get the football here. So they will uh, go with the I formation, and they're having trouble right away knowing what they need to have done, and calling the timeout is going to be Daniel Romero. So Shelton coming out of their before they were even their first snap, didn't like what they saw, so they have to call the timeout. Again, this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 7.52 to go here. First quarter, first possession of the season for Shelton. They'll snap it for the very first time in 2016 right after this timeout. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Golden Harvest Hybrid and Purina feeds. Only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Shelton with the football for the first time of this season. Stepping in under center here is going to be Marcus Lauber. Now the I formation. We're still looking for our first points. Low penetration. The handoff up the middle. And Charlie Cessna is uh, knocked back for a loss. Coming through there unmolested was Ryan Bush. Yeah, Ryan uh, kind of came in on a blitz on that one, Randy. Uh, timed it perfectly as he was just trying to, Shelton was just trying to get the ball handed off, and he was right there to make the tackle in a nice blitz package on that one. He lost a yard on a quick hitter. That's how quick Bush got in there, and that was just a real quick little die play up the middle, and you, they still couldn't get back to the line of scrimmage in time before they lost about a yard, maybe even a yard and a half. So under center again here is going to be Lobber. This time they break that eye, kind of go with a pro-set formation. They hand it off to Cessna. Cessna had a lead blocker, and he's going to bring it across to about the 35-yard line. So that'll be a nice little gain of about three and a half, but it's going to set up now third and uh, fairly long here, about uh, about eight. Yep, just following uh, his blocker, Kyle Rash, up the middle, Randy, there. And, uh, you know, 
trying to pick up a block there, but, uh, you know, Pleasanton did a good job of collapsing in on that one after a little bit of a game by Shelton. It was a good lead block there. There were just too many guys in red shirts for them to have much opportunity there. Rosh will come in motion. He'll get the pitch, break it to the outside. He'll bring it across the 30-yard line down to about the 29. That's a gain of about uh, six or so. It's going to set now fourth and two. Yep, just he came in motion, tossed it to him coming to the left side of Shelton here, uh, trying to pick up a block. He got one block, uh, and then uh, you know linebacker came flowing over there from Pleasanton and did a good job of making an open field tackle. So it's actually closer to about three they need here. They marked the ball at about the 29-yard line, and they need to get uh, down to the 26. So they've got about two and a half, three yards. I formation, lobber under center, two tight ends, and they're going to pitch it out. And on that right side, Cessna, and Cessna is going to be hit in the backfield, wrapped up there, and combining on the tackle is going to be Pulaski and uh, Travis Tolis. That's going to be a short loss on the play, and on fourth down, it's time to move the chains in the other direction. Yep, just quick toss. Shelton's right on the right side there. And like you said, uh, you know, uh, I think it was Tolis and Pulaski did a really good job on that end, Randy, and uh, fighting it off and coming up there and making that open field tackle. Well, and a lot of good recognition there because, again, with the new head coach for Shelton High, they weren't exactly sure Pleasanton wasn't what they were going to face here. So that's a, a good read, not knowing what that offense is going to be. Pulaski is going to keep it himself. He breaks one tackle, has it to that outside, and then is going to be knocked out of bounds after bringing it across midfield. That's going to be a nice gain of about 13. Just another quick quarterback run there for Tyler Pulaski, and he's got uh, 13 more yards. Yep, nice job there. You know, he read the what to you know, give it up front. You know, he's been given every once in a while up front, but this time he, he tucked it up and took it to that left side, Randy, went around that left end on that side and got picked up the first down for Pleasanton. So it'll be first and 10 from about the 36-yard line. And Pulaski will hand the ball off this time to Rasicki. Rasicki right up the middle, just pushing the line forward. And uh, Rasicki is going to be brought down by Swasina after a gain of about four. Yep, uh, just like like we said, Randy, the time before, he faked the handoff. He's been doing that a few times and taking it around there to the end for himself. But uh, this time he gave it to the big fullback up the middle, and uh, he picks up a good you know, four or four and a half yards on that play. Like you said, just keep pushing the pile, pushing the pile. And before you know it, you know, it's about a four, four and a half yard gain. And Rosiski just strong enough to push a big, strong player like Junior Swasina back a little bit on that play. They fake the handoff, takes it out of the belly. Pulaski breaks one tackle. Tries to get to the outside, but a nice open field tackle there being made by his other by the other quarterback, Marcus Lauber. And it'll be a gain of uh, about three yards on the play. Now that was a good open field tackle, and it's gonna set up now third in about one. Yep, and this time he you know faked it handoff up to the fullback up the middle and came out to this outside on the right side and got a good block out here, made one guy miss and did a good job of getting a third and short. Five ten to go, quarter number one. Still no score between these two teams. Second possession of the season here for Pleasanton. Then there was a hard count and a little bit of movement up front by Pleasanton. That's gonna cost him five yards and go from being third and very short to now third and about six and a half, almost seven. Yeah, it makes a, makes a big difference on some things there. You know, at one time it looked like uh, Ricky kind of telling him, you know, if it's if it's there, get snap it right away and stuff. But he did a little bit of a hard count trying to get, you know, Shelton to jump on that one. Uh, did a second hard count, and one of his guys moved on that. So now it's going to be a third and long. There was a little bit of movement by Shelton. Did not mm-hmm. cross the line of scrimmage. You can do that on the defensive line. It was almost the exact same movement the next count 
by Pleasanton, offensive players don't have that luxury. So it's going to set up now third, and as we said, about six and a half. And under center, Pulowski, one back in the backfield. That's going to be Rusicki. Coming in motion here is going to be Epley. He's looking to throw. Dropped the football, picks it up, throws it underneath. Has it caught by Epley. Epley makes one man miss, has it at the 20. Makes a stiff arm at the 15, breaks through that one. Has it at the 5, lunges with a pylon. Touchdown! A five-points bank touchdown. 33 yards and a couple of broken tackles there by Epley to put the first points of the season on the board here for Pleasanton. Yep, uh, Tyler Pulowski, Randy, he only, you, you, like you said, he dropped the football there uh, on the one play there, and then he, he kind of scrambled around here. He found the guy open out here on the right side, but as he jumped to throw the football, he got hit pretty good. He got the wind knocked out of him on that play right there, but completed the pass for the touchdown, though. It's way to stand in there and throw the football. So he's going to come out of the game here for a moment, but Pulowski has his first touchdown pass of the season. It was six out of eight throwing the ball a year ago, and uh, this one, first attempt of the year, turns into a nice touchdown. Open underneath there was Epley. Epley made one man miss. It had a nice stiff arm. Had it on the near sideline, actually lunged for the uh, pylon on the far sideline, was able to cover the 33 yards, and a five-points bank touchdown here for Pleasanton. Puts him up six to nothing. Now coming in at quarterback will be Brady Klein, the freshman, and Klein is going to keep it, run it up the middle, put his head down, lunges the football forward and doesn't quite get there, reached it forward, and it just wasn't quite enough, so the try for two is no good. So a six-nothing lead here for Pleasanton. As they'll kick the ball off, leading it with 4.50 to go in quarter number one. It's six to nothing. We come back right after this. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. Ryan Bush will put his foot into it at the 30-yard line. First kickoff of the young season here for Pleasanton. After they get their first points of the season, they lead it now 6 to nothing. And again, that was a nice open field running there by uh, young Mr. Eric Epley as the freshman is able to break a couple of tackles. A high kick. It's going to go into the end zone about five, six yards, and that's automatically a touchback in the high school level. So that'll come out to the 15-yard line, and that's where Shelton will set up shop. As uh, Shelton uh, had a little confusion in the very first play, mm-hmm. but they showed some signs of life in their first possession. Yeah, they did. You know, they, you know, like you said, right off the bat, they came out there and they weren't quite ready what they were going to do. But, uh, you know, then on that uh, series, they also picked up the first down uh, and uh, moved the football a little bit on Shelton, went, to, went for it on fourth down, but didn't quite make it uh, against Pleasanton, but uh, now they'll have their second opportunity. So Lobber will have it, 
Step in under center. No backs in the backfield. As now coming in motion, there is going to be Cessna. Cessna is going off that right side. Quarterback is going to be his lead blocker. And coming in underneath, making the tackle is Ryan Bush. And if Bush doesn't follow the ball through the hole, we're lining up for an extra point right now because uh, that was the only guy left. Yep. You know, Cessna gets it on that quick toss on the right side. And the quarterback is, like you said, Randy, is that lead blocker. And Bush did a good job of, you know, going with that flow and stuff and uh, getting out there and making that tackle. Like you said, if he's not there, he might be going for that touchdown. As it is, it's a gain of four on the play, but there was nobody in front of him. The tackle was made from behind. A little bit of movement up front on that left side. Yeah, after he was set. So that's going to cost. The Bulldogs, another five yards, says a little bit of movement on that offensive line. And first game of the year, you're going to run into that. You're going to get guys moving. You're going to get guys uh, being a little confused. That's just the nature of the beast of having 15, 16, 17-year-old young men playing their first game of the season. Yep, and, and, you know, you're going to get a few guys here and there out of position and stuff, but that'll come with the uh, game as it goes along here tonight and the, the rest of the year getting that ironed out. Yeah, they'll get it all straightened out here under center. Is a lobber, man in motion. That's going to be Rosh, and they're going to keep the ball in the hands of the quarterback and wrapping him up and bear hugging him and bring him to the turf is going to be Dylan Siebert, the five, uh, the uh, sophomore, 210 pounds, and he was able to plant him after a loss of about four or five on the play. Yeah, Dylan did a good job there, Randy, shucking his blocker right in front of him, and then uh, you know the quarterback tried to come around that left end on uh, Shelton, or Shelton's side, and he was right there to make that tackle. My apologies. That's a loss of about three on the play, and it's going to set up now third and about 14. They've got to get it out to the 25-yard line, and that's about the 12, I'd say. So we'll see whether or not we'll have the first pass of the uh, season here for Shelton. They go I formation, and we have whistles, but I do not see a flag. And we got a timeout being taken here by Shelton, their second timeout of the first half. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. 3.17 to go here, quarter number one. It's 6-0 Pleasanton, Shelton. We'll have third and long. We come back after this. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Third down here, Shelton rolling out to the right. Lobber has a man on that right side. Rosh off the fingertips and incomplete. And it's going to be a punting situation here for Shelton. They had it drawn up. They ran it well. I think maybe looking to find where the defense was so I can turn it into a big play. Cost Kyle Rosh. The completion there, and it falls incomplete. Yep, and you said it right, Randy. They, you know, did a good job of rolling out there, found the open guy there, just didn't quite get, in, get completed for Shelton. Now Rosh is in punt formation. He'll catch it at the uh, two-yard line. They kick it, 
And they're going to say it was touched because they took out the punter, and it's going to go out of bounds at about the 28-yard line. And Pulaski got in there very, very quickly, got in on Rosh, and Rosh was hit, and his right knee is showing the effects of that after the uh, punt, which wasn't a bad punt. He put his foot into it at about the two-yard line and ends up going out of bounds at about the 28, yeah. 29. And, you know, like you said, Pulaski got in there very, very quickly, Randy, and uh, got a little bit of a tip on that one. Um, and, uh, you know, that's one reason why they didn't have the roughing the uh, punter there. But, uh, you know, now uh, Pulaski's not in there for the quarterbacking jobs now. We'll have to have another quarterback in there. Yeah. Uh, doing the duties here will be the true freshmen. Well, of course, they're true freshmen. They're in high school. Brady Klein <laughs> and Klein under center. Going to keep it himself. And he runs off that right side. And. Rosh is going to lead the uh, tackle there, but Klein is going to gain right at five yards. Yep, just taking that ball, Randy, and, you know, he faked a handoff to the fullback, and then he kind of follows that fullback uh, there, and he has that option if there is an option there to, you know, pitch that ball to the outside, but that was covered up. They came up. Shelton does a good job of coming up and taking that pitch, man, so he tucks it in and and, uh, picks up what he can. He picked up a good chunk of yards on that first down. So Klein, the 170-pound Freshman, younger but actually bigger than Pulaski. They'll put a man in motion. That's going to be Epley. A little cross-buck action. They'll hand the ball off here to Rosicki. And, and Rosicki doesn't gain much. Maybe about a half yard. Yep. But, uh, you know, when uh, Klein did a good job, you know, that time taking the football, Randy, you know, he, he, he kind of bobbled it a little bit trying to get it to Rosicki on that, that play there. Rosicki did a good job of kind of crawling it and then uh, picking up what he can out of that to make this third and short. Actually, Rosicki got more than I gave him credit for. It's third and only about one here. So under center is Klein. Epley in motion. Klein's going to keep it, and he's going to be thrown to the turf for a loss there by Junior Swasina. The senior will make the tackle, and that'll be a loss of about one. Yep, he got right in there right away, Randy, as they faked that handoff to the fullback you know, on this right side, and then Klein was going to tuck it and go around this end on this uh, side over here. Rossiski did a good job of getting in there and uh, making the tackle there for Shelton. So Klein out, Pulaski in at quarterback. Running back mm-hmm. is going to be Rossiski, and there's some movement up front, and uh, that's going to be a five-yard penalty and going to change what Pleasanton had in mind here. We're going to go from fourth and about two to now fourth and about seven. And that's certainly going to change things. I want to remind you that all of our games do stream live on the Internet and Internet streaming of high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and on PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and in Lincoln. That five-yard penalty brings a change in personnel, which gives you a pretty good indication that probably we're going from going for it to punting the football. Yep, I think uh, I saw Ricky over here, you know, uh, kind of looking over here, and, and uh, he kind of mouthed the word punt and stuff, so that's what it looks like Pleasanton's going to do right here. So Jackson Keyshaw, the 165-pound freshman, will get the snap, puts the foot into it, a high kick, going to be picked up at about the 20-yard line, and just right up the middle getting what he can is going to be Charlie Cessna, and Cessna kind of sideswiped as he uh, got hit, tried to turn so he made a smaller target. Well, they still got enough of him. But he flew across the 30-yard line down to about the 31. Yep. 
Uh, he did a good job coming up here, you know, and fielding that punt, Randy. And then uh, uh, Pulowski's the one of them that was get got down there for Pleasanton uh, very quickly, and he kind of sideswiped and uh, moved out of the way and picked up a few more yards for Shelton on that play. Well, we're getting uh, late in the quarter number one. There's 46 seconds to go here. Six nothing, Pleasanton with the lead. Shelton with it, first and ten from their own 31. They're going to hand it up right up the middle. A little gap there for Cessna. Cessna comes off to the right side, just short of midfield. Gain of about eight, and Pulaski with a nice tackle. Yeah, but he got good, some good blocks up front there, Randy. Uh, one of the guards on that right side, I couldn't see who it was, pulled this way and uh, kicked that end out on that one. And uh, he he uh, did a good job of uh, getting right up in there to make a you know about an eight-yard gain on this one for Shelton. I think that might have been Swasina, and uh, when he comes at you, you yep. generally notice that, and there's kind of a little plowing that goes on with that. Yeah, he came in from that right side. So lobber under center on second, and we'll call it a, about a yard and a half. Little cross-buck action, handoff to Cessna, the first one through. He brings it across midfield, and that's going to be first and ten here for Shelton as Pulaski will make the tackle, and coming up slow here is going to be Cessna. But that's going to be a gain of about uh, three yards and a first and ten here for Shelton. Yeah, like you said, Randy, a little bit of Crocs buck action out of that. They gave it to the right side, and Cessna picks up the first down for Shelton. Well, that is the end of one quarter. Shelton here is driving, but they trail in Pleasanton six to nothing. That's our score after one quarter. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. Quarter number two, right after this. Nebraska weather is so unpredictable. Don't be left out in the storm with hail dents or even door dings. When your car plays the star in the episode of Nebraska Severe Weather, see the professionals at Dent Popper and Carney to save you. Dent Popper can remove minor hail damage, door dings, and other minor dents without damaging the original paint. Joel, Scott, and the guys at Dent Popper know how important your vehicle is to you, and keeping it looking nice is what they do. Stop into Dent Popper today, just south of the library on First Avenue in Kearney. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of Welcome luck, teams. Welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth in Pleasanton where the Bulldogs get a first down. The Shelton Bulldogs, they have to be specific here. And uh, trying to answer back as Pleasanton has a 6 nothing lead. And what really has been a... For especially the first game of the year, a pretty well-played ball game. Yeah, it has. We haven't had a whole lot of penalties, Randy. Uh, a couple of offsides jumps and stuff on both sides, but it's been well-played by both teams right here. There is one drop pass that mm-hmm. I think could have made a big difference in uh, in this uh, first quarter of action so far. Under center is Lobber. Lobber is going to fake the pass, uh, the pitch, rather, pass it to the left side. It's complete, but nice open field tackle there for a short game as Tallis makes the tackle after a good catch there by Romero. Yep, they faked that uh, quick handoff of the middle and tried to hit the guy out here on the side, and they did a good job, and Tallis came right up out of that and made a nice open field tackle for Pleasanton right there. And again, you get him in space like that, Mm -hmm. sometimes you're going to break that tackle. It's going to be a big play, as it is, gain to one, and it does force Pleasanton to kind of respect that. They're going to go kind of with that choir look of running back on either side of the quarterback. They hand it off to Cessna. Cessna goes off the right side, is going to gain about one. Give credit to the Pleasanton defensive line for not really allowing much of a hole there to be created. Yep. 
The guys up front did a really good job for Pleasanton, and then that allowed those linebackers to kind of do some flowing and getting in there on those on that tackle there, Randy. But like you said, the guys up front did a real good job of you know not not letting it get anywhere out of the out of the situation right up front. So we'll call it a gain of two. This is going to make it third and seven. And looking over the field here is Lobber. He's going to step in under center. Has two running backs behind him. Going to hand it off here to Rosh. Rosh right up the middle. Bulldogs his way. Boy, he's going to be just short of that first down marker as he got tripped up. And I think doing the tripping there was Tolis. But a good job of keeping his balance was uh, was Rosh as he's near that first down marker. Yep, just a quick handoff. And he's on uh, the right side for uh, Shelton. And uh, he hit the hole extremely fast there, Randy, and uh, picked up, you know, well, it's about one yard short of the first down yeah, right here, so that. fourth down, and uh, Shelton here is going to go for this one on the fourth down right here. That's right. The back end of the football is on the 30-yard line, and they got to get to the 29, so coming in motion here is going to be Rosh. Lobber keeps it, tries to run on that right side, and he's able to turn those shoulders and has enough for the first down. There wasn't a hole there. There wasn't much penetration. What tipped the scales forward a little bit was the legs of Marcus Lobber. Yep. As we, he first got it there, Randy, you know, up front, it was a stalemate, 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 and he kind of just kept on going to the little bit to the left, a little bit to the left, found a little bit of a seam or a little bit of an area just to lean that ball forward and pick up the first down for Shelton. So we'll call it first and 10 from the 27. 9.49 to go here, quarter number one. It's 6-0 Pleasanton, but Shelton trying to answer back here. Lobber, two running backs on either side of him, and they'll hand it off here to Rosh. Rosh on that left side, going to take it around the end, and that hole closed very, very quickly. Leading the way there was Hunter Pates. Yep, Hunter did a good job of coming up there, Randy. Uh, filling in there right there uh, and they did a good job up front you know kind of holding that area up uh, up there and then those linebackers are doing a good job for Pleasanton coming in filling in there so gain of one it'll make it now second and nine and uh, again both of these two teams very run oriented which is not uncommon at all here in Nebraska especially in the eight-man ranks a little crossbuck action, handed off to Ross. Ross has a little seam, spins, but wow, what a great textbook tackle by Pulowski. He was spinning to try to get through that, but Pulowski continued that wrap-up and started heading the other direction with his legs, and he didn't gain any more after that contact. Nope. But it's going to set up now third and about three, as that's a nice little gain of about six. And a nice little play by Shelton there. You know, like you said, a little bit of a crossbuck action and uh, taking it to that left side and then, uh, you know, picking it up very third and manageable right here for Shelton. And Pulaski, again, only 145 pounds, but he is a good tackler. Under center here is Lobber. Lobber going to hand it off to Rosh. Rosh following the big guys up front. He's going to get half of what they need here on third down, so they'll need the other half here on fourth. He gains about a yard and a half, maybe even closer to two. He's only got one yard left, so he gains two on the play. Yeah, Ryan Bush that time kind of blitzed from his linebacker position, kind of fill that and guess that. He did a pretty good job of getting in there, um, but uh, Rosh did a good job of leaning forward enough to, you know, pick up about half of it, like you said, Randy, and it's going to be fourth down here for Shelton. So Gibbons is going to check in here for Pleasanton, and uh, we're going to have a timeout by by uh, Shelton. This is going to be their final timeout. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. 
Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. It'll be fourth and a little bit less than one from the 19-yard line with 7.51 to go here before halftime. It's 6-0 Pleasanton. Shelton driving, though. We come back after this. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service. From seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. And welcome back here to Pleasanton as Shelton driving. They picked up uh, one couple of big first downs on this drive. Now trying to keep those chains moving here as they've got it now fourth and about one. Lobber under center. Down by six are the Shelton Bulldogs over the Pleasanton Bulldogs with the lead. Handoff up the middle. Cessna dropped the ball. Had enough for the first down. And I think Pleasanton came up with it. And yes, they did. He had a little seam there, but never really controlled the football. And Travis Tolos picks up the ball after the fumble. And, you know, like you said, they did a little bit of cross-buck action out of that, Randy, and he tried to give it to that first guy going through there, and they never really got a handle on it. Uh, And then the ball got on on the floor there on the turf, and Travis Tolos did a good job of getting on there for for Pleasanton. That was a well-executed play. Everything went well Mm -hmm. except for that exchange between the quarterback and the running back. Kulowski hands off right up the middle. Erisiski coming right up the middle. Has a nice little gain of about uh, six and a half. Yep, just giving that ball off to the fullback right up there. Quick hitter off the left side of uh, Pleasanton on this one and picks up a good chunk of yards on first down for Pleasanton. Erisiski lost his helmet, so he's got to come out of the ball game. Checking in for him is going to be Terry Stevens. And Plowski gets his marching orders, and they work on Rosiski's helmet on the sideline. PHS with the uh, Bulldog logo on the side of the helmet here, on the white helmet for Pleasanton, and that iconic S here for Shelton on the gray helmets. Handoff. Nope, he fakes the handoff, keeping it as Plowski. Plowski, he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be about it. Nice surge there by Cam Berglund. Berglund on that right side, fended off one blocker, and was the first one to, to be there and put uh, put the quarterback face down into the turf. Yep, as he faked that handoff to the fullback going up the middle there, Randy, and then uh, he's going to follow it, and he has the option to you know to pitch that one. Shelton's done a good job of coming up on that pitch guy, though, and uh, making him take off and run, though. And Pleasanton now, they're going to take their second timeout of the first half. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 6.46 to go here before halftime. It'll be third and three from their own 23 with 6.46 for Pleasanton. We come back after this. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Uh, Shelton's used up their timeouts. Pleasanton's used up two. That's, again, indicative of first game of the season. We still have 6.46 to go here before halftime. Pleasanton with a 6 nothing lead. 
They've got it at their own 23-yard line here, third and uh, about three and a half. Man in motion. That's going to be Epley. Pulowski keeps it himself. No, he handed it off to Rosiski, and Rosiski had nowhere to go. That one closed very quickly. It about it was a whole pound full of Bulldogs there. Uh, Swasino was there. Uh, Bombeck was there. Berglund was there. The water boy was there. I mean, that was just a great job there by the Shelton defensive line. Yeah, this time Pleasanton gave the ball right up the middle this time, and uh, Shelton did a really good job. The linebackers did a good job. The guys up front did a good job, and there's a lot of people right in on that tackle. Back deep is Cessna awaiting the punt here from uh, Keyshaw. Keyshaw, a high kick. Kind of a weird rotation on that punt, and it goes out of bounds after it crosses midfield. And they'll see where they mark it out here. It should be probably pretty close to the 35-yard line. And they put it at the uh, 36. So just short of midfield will be Shelton. And, again, they were driving pretty well until the fumble ended their possession. They went for it on fourth down. Would have got it if they would have been able to maintain possession of the ball. Yep. And that's, you know, last time they had it, Randy, you know, they had they put a few uh, – First downs together and got it all the way down to about the 15, 16 yard line, uh, did Shelton. And uh, then they had that miscue right there that uh, on the fumble. It's uh, 6.03. We're midway through quarter number two. Six nothing. Pleasanton with the lead. Handoff up the middle for Roche. Roche coming off that guard position is able to bring it across midfield. So that's going to be a gain of about four and a half. Yep, doing that little cross buck. He faked it to the first guy this time and gave it to the second guy going to the left side of Shelton. Uh, he followed his blocker, you know, did a good job of following his blockers and picking up a, you know, a good chunk of yards for on first down for Shelton. They're, we'll call that a gain of four. They're going to need a good six here as the back end of the football is on the 40-yard line. Under center is Lobber. Lobber hands it to the second guy. They just run right up the middle and a nice little hole there for Ben Bombeck. And Bombeck just followed his lead blocker <laughs> for a gain of about seven. Yeah, did a good job, did Bumbeck following his blockers there, Randy. And up front, those guys did a really good job. They got a little bit of a push on on uh, Pleasanton, did Shelton. And uh, by the time he even got touched, he had about five yards in there, and he ends up you know, picking up another you know, a few yards on that carry also. So the ball will be about the 33-yard line. They'll go eye formation. The fullback here is Rosh. Bombeck is in the eye. They'll hand it off to him. He oh. drops the football. It's on the turf. I think he had the opportunity. He got it. I think he did fall on it. Yeah, right there for Pleasanton was under Pates, but Pates didn't know the ball was on the turf. Yep. And this time, you know, Bombeck, uh, you know, he got to the left side on that one, and uh, the handoff wasn't uh, the greatest on that situation right there. They were kind of bobbling it, and uh, you know, he got it right back to the line of scrimmage. But like you said, uh, you know, it was on the turf, and uh, it was anybody's football at that point. Those good enough blocking on that far side over there by the Shelton offensive line, and on that by, by the end over there that. They were able to keep possession of the ball. Rolling out here is Lobber. Lobber throws, has it caught on that right side. Great catch in traffic. It's going to be pulled down for the first down by Romero at about the uh, 12-yard line. So that'll be a gain of 20. Yeah, nice, just a little fake the hand uh, handoff up the middle, and he rolled out to the right side. Romero ran a little better, the deeper route, deep out route, and uh, threw it up there. He was guarded pretty good. That was Pulowski. good coverage. Yes, and he went right up there and made the nice catch for Shelton. Well, give Lobber credit because that ball was thrown in the shoebox. Yep. That's about the only way that one was going to be completed. So it's first and 10 from the 13. Crossbuck action. Rosh up the middle. He's going to bring it across the 10-yard line. That'll be a gain of five. 
Yep, just a quick hit on this time. And he kind of took it back over to that left side there, Randy. Uh, pick up about five yards on very first down on a you know quick little hitter on that one. We'll remind you that all of our touchdowns this year are brought to you by Five Points Bank and Carney, the better bank. We mentioned that because it, they are inside the 10-yard line now. So it'll be second and about uh, five here. As they hand the ball up the middle, and Cessna is planted, but there is a flag down. Cessna, as he got to the line of scrimmage, was uh, planted by Ryan Bush, and there was a flag right at the point of attack, and that's going to be a hold here on Shelton. So they, they held him, and Bush still made the tackle. <laughs> yeah, Bush did a good job. He timed it perfectly coming up through the middle there, Randy. And as the guy got the football. Um, <laughs> I'm a little confused here. They, they pointed that the flag was on Shelton, but uh, they're talking to, to Holler for Shelton. Yeah. So no. now I'm beginning to wonder if they pointed the wrong direction because they talked with one of the Shelton players, and now they're talking to Pleasanton. Now they indicated that the flag was against Pleasanton. I think they maybe had an equipment issue with Holler. In any event, they are going to back him up. I thought maybe with the short loss on the play, they wouldn't do that, but a 10-yard penalty, that's, that is a big one. That's going to take him back to the 19-yard line. So it'll be second down and about 16 from the 19-yard line. So they take the penalty. Lobber will step in under center. Rosh comes in motion. They pitch it out to him. He puts his head down, and Rasiski is able to slide down that body, wrap up that right leg. And it'll be a gain of only a couple of yards as Rasiski makes a nice tackle. Yep. Just a quick toss out to the left side for Shelton. And uh, he follows the quarterback for a block and stuff. Rasiski did a really good job of coming up there from his linebacker safety position there, Randy, and making a nice open field tackle. Well, oftentimes when those shoulder pads hit like that, as the two players met, there's that gap, and the defensive player doesn't make the tackle, but Rasiski was able to slide down that leg. They fake the handoff. Lobber's going to keep it. Bounces to the outside. Has an angle. There's a flag down at the five-yard line. He's in for the touchdown, but there's flags everywhere, and that's got to be a hold, and that's exactly what it is on Shelton. Yep, on this outside here, Randy, um, you know, the guy whoops, the guy went in there and, um, you, know, tr- you know, cut it back out to the outside, and then... Uh, Looked like right at the uh, when he did that cut out there to the outside, um, they, that's where the flag came in for uh, Shelton. Right and there, there were there were a couple of different officials that mm-hmm. saw it, and uh, so you know if there's one, you'd sometimes wonder. But when there's more than one flag, generally it's pretty obvious. Now it's from the point of attack, so they'll actually gain yardage on the play as the ball now is going to be spotted at about the 17 yard line. So they gain a couple of yards, even though they. Uh, gave up the touchdown because of the holding penalty. In motion here is going to be Rosh, and there's a flag down on the snap, and that's going to be a legal procedure. So the Bulldogs hurting themselves a little bit. We, maybe we jinxed them when we mentioned that both teams were playing it pretty clean for the first game of the year because now they've had a holding penalty, took a touchdown off the board, and they're backing up again here because of an illegal procedure penalty on the very next snap. Yep. And it's, uh, you know, like you said, Randy, you know, it took six points off the board, uh, and we might have jinxed them a little bit uh, when we were talking about how it's been pretty, you know, clean and everything as far as, uh, you know, jumping off sides and those types of things. So the ball is about the 22-yard line, where it'll be third down now. And Lobber under center, coming in motion here is going to be Cessna. Lobber looks to throw, throws it in underneath. The pass is going to be caught at about the five-yard line, and Rosh will take it down close to first down territory. 
They move it from the 22-yard line. Boy, that's going to be awfully close to first down territory. Nice gain of about 19 on the play. Yep, it was a nice throw. You know, you fake that handoff up the middle, roll out to the right side, and Rosh ran a little bit of an in route, and he and Lobner threw it right down the middle to him. Uh, it's going to be fourth down and about a yard, yard and a half, two yards here, Randy. So very manageable here, fourth and one from about the two, and Pleasanton's going to call their final timeout of the first half. They lead it 6 nothing with a minute 50 to go here before halftime, but knocking on the door is going to be Shelton. They'll have it fourth and one from the four. We come back right after this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Bring your family to Buzz's Marine and Kearney, where we create family memories that last a lifetime. Whether you are looking for a new or pre-owned sport boat, pontoon, deck boat, or fishing boat, we have over 200 boats to choose from. Check out our fully stocked pro shop for everything your family needs to have fun on the water. From wakeboards to life jackets to the season's hottest tubes, we have something for everyone. With 59 years of trust, discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth as uh, Shelton stubs their toe, shoots themselves in the foot, however you want to say it, but they keep fighting back here. They've, they've uh, fought through a, a legal procedure. They fought through a holding penalty, and now they are yard away from moving the chains, but it's fourth down at about the four-yard line. If they get that first down, you've got to like their chances of scoring here with a minute 50 to go before halftime. Lobber is under center. Cessna in motion. Lobber is going to keep it. He's running upright. Boy, it's going to be on the spot. And looking at that far official, it is right on the sticks. It is going to be awfully, awfully close, and they're going to say he's short. Yep. I, yep. Right? I'm surprised they don't measure, measure but, they, but they're, they're short. And Lobber was running, standing up, running through that hole. And if he had that to do all over again, I think it would have put his head down. Head down and just try to drive those legs and get, get you know, pick up whatever he could there. So, but anyway, Pleasanton holds him on this right here with a minute 43 here in the second quarter. Now, remember, both teams are out of timeouts. Pulowski's going to keep it. Runs right up the middle. Breaks one tackle. Bounces to the outside. Spins through there and is going to be down at about the 20-yard line. That'll be a gain of 16 just right up the middle. For Tyler Pulowski. Yep, going on that right side, you know, following that fullback, Randy, right up the middle. Pulowski did a good job of keeping his feet going and picking up a lot of yards on that one. They got to move quickly. Minute 35 to go here. They stop the clock to move the chains. They go out of the shotgun formation. Rasiski gets the handoff, breaks one tackle, and does he step out of bounds? Swasina is able to make the tackle, and he is going to go out of bounds at about the 25-yard line, so that'll be a gain of five here for Rasiski. Yep, Rasiski taking it to this left side here, Randy, and uh, picked up about five yards on the play and then went out of bounds. Shotgun again here for Pulowski. Hand off to Rasiski. Rasiski running the short side of the field, cuts it back up, up the middle, and he's going to bring it out to the 35-yard line. He's going to gain 10 on the play. That'll stop the clock to move the chains as he's being brought down there by Kyle Rosh. Yep, Bush did a good job out here, Randy, making a good you know downfield block for Rasiski to pick up that first down. Clock still stopped to move the chains. Now they'll start it with a minute 17 to go. Pulowski shotgun formation, fakes the handoff, steps up, throws. It's tipped. It's a jump ball and an opportunity for Shelton, but they couldn't quite get there as uh, Daly Holler couldn't quite track down the ball in time, but he was the closest one to it as the pass was tipped by Pulowski. 
Yeah, Pates was running down that sideline there, Randy, and uh, they faked the handoff, and uh, Pulowski was trying to get that ball out there on that sideline uh, to Pates, and uh, Shelton was right there for the defense on that one. Don't forget, coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report in a minute and nine seconds. A lot of things can happen in that final 69 seconds here. Ball will have it at second and 10 from about the 36-yard line. In motion here is going to be Epley. Pulowski looking to throw. He's got a man wide open on the right side and couldn't quite make the connection. Led Hunter Pates a little bit too far, and somehow Pates was all by his lonesome, and it falls incomplete. Yep, uh, they did a little bit of a cross in the middle right there, and Pates came out of the left side of that cross, and uh, both guys went with the guy going down the right side, Randy, and uh, just didn't connect for Pleasanton, but uh, Pates was open on that one. So Plowski will be in that shotgun formation. Rasiski will be to his right. He's got two wideouts to that right side. He's rolling that way. He's looking to throw. He's going to throw it as a man. That one's perfect on the hands of Pates, and it's going to go for a touchdown. 64 yards on the play. Excuse me, 54 yards on the play and a five points bank touchdown. Brought to you by Five Points Bank and Carney, the better bank. Yeah, Plowski did a good job rolling out there to the right side because right off the bat, he, when he wanted to throw the football, um, Pates wasn't open, and then he just kind of let him clear out there, and uh, Pates did a good job of running underneath that when he got behind the defenders there and ran underneath that one and made a nice catch for the touchdown. Two pass completions here for Pulowski. Both of them have turned into touchdowns. He's under center here as they're going to go for two, drops the football, jukes a little bit, and then gets bent backwards. Their try for two, again, is going to fail here. And with 56 seconds to go before halftime, Pleasanton has to be content with a 12-0 lead at home in the Battle of the Bulldogs. They lead Shelton 12-zip as we've got the final minute of the second quarter when we come back right after this. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm, the day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. And welcome back here to Pleasanton. Let's get you updated on a game on uh, another station on our group of stations at Platte River Radio over on Classic Hits 98.9 FM, Kimball and Centura meeting halfway uh, between the two schools in North Platte. They are at halftime. Again, that's on KKPR, but no score between the Longhorns and the Centurions. Other scores we do have for you right now. Ponca is leading at Archbishop Bergen at halftime, 19-6. to And uh, Neely Oakdale has a 42-28 lead over Creighton in Class D1 action. I think that's about all the scores of all the games going on in the state right now. We might have one in Class A. We can check here in a little bit. In any event, kicking it off here is going to be Ryan Bush as Pleasanton right now leads at home over Shelton 12 to nothing. And Bush will put the foot into it. It's a high kick, and it's going to go about four or five yards deep in the end zone. And uh, Daly Haller will go track it down and give it to the official. They'll set it at the 15-yard line, and that's where Pleasanton will step on defense, and Shelton will take over trying to make something happen here and see whether or not they can strike as quickly as Pleasanton did just moments ago. Yep, and they, you know, they've had a couple of pass plays too, Randy, you know, connected on one of them. Uh, 
and then they had another one that was dropped, uh, but they've had some open people when they went back to pass here. Might be a little different, you know. Pleasanton might be thinking that they might be doing some passing on this situation. Yeah, uh, you, you, you're you're probably expecting it here, and sometimes that's when the draw will work for you. Well, we'll see what they decide to do here, and they do hand a quick little counter right up the middle, and uh, gaining about five on the play will be Cessna just coming mm-hmm. right off that guard there, gain of about five. Yep, just quick little hitter off this right side of. Of Shelton uh, picks up about five yards on that first play. And I think Pate's got a chunk of that uh, tackle as well as Ryan Bush. Clock moving here. 30 seconds to go. Another running play, and they probably could be heading to the locker room. Cessna is going to go off that left side. Just right up the middle. He's going to gain about four. And it's going to be third and one. But now, with no timeouts left, clock moving here. They're still huddling up with now 13 seconds to go. I don't think they're even going to take another snap here. If they do, it'll be right before we hit all zeros on the clock. Four seconds, three, two. They do get the snap off. They run into each other and just a handoff right up the middle as uh, Rosh has a gain of about four. And that's going to do it for the first half. As Pleasanton will head to the locker room with a 12-0 lead over Shelton. Shelton's moved the ball pretty well from time to time, but uh, only two pass completions for Pleasanton, but both of those have been touchdowns. Yep, and, you know, like you said, Shelton's done a good job. You know, they get down here to, you know, they're into, to, to, you know, punch it in and stuff, and then they have a few penalties or a fumble or something, you know, has gone bad for Shelton. But they've moved the football on Pleasanton, and Pleasanton's done a good job of moving the football on Shelton. Like you said, Randy, you know, they had two pass plays, uh, and both of them have been for touchdowns. So, you know, Shelton's done a good job of utilizing the passes uh, when they uh, go back to pass. Um, A lot of times they want to run the football, and we saw that in the first quarter. Both teams really didn't do a whole lot of uh, passing, uh, you know, and and throughout the game that both teams haven't done a whole lot of passing, but they've both been able to move the football. They've done enough passing just to kind of keep you honest on some things. And Shelton's done, or Pleasanton's done a good job of connecting on two touchdowns. But I'll tell you what, Shelton's not too far behind. They're down 12 points. I get that, but they they have had their opportunities, and they are not. It's a closer football game than what the score indicates on the scoreboard. 12-0, Pleasanton with the lead over Shelton. We'll take a quick break when we come back. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up right after this. Have you ever thought about getting a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal, and this is the last year for the geothermal tax credit. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free renewable energy. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water cost. Start saving with a geothermal system from Carrier and Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 236-6437 or Holdridge at 995-4481. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back here to Pleasanton. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us and your local Yellow Pages, the cheerleaders for Pleasanton, entertaining things here at halftime, and the folks wearing red, the Bulldog fans wearing red, are in a little bit better mood than the Bulldog fans wearing blue because Pleasanton leads the Shelton Bulldogs by a score of 12 to nothing here in the first half. And again, the statistics, we're still totaling things up, but, you know, the statistics are going to be closer than the score is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is, Randy. You know, both, both sides have moved the football. Uh, you know, Shelton's had a few miscues when they've gotten down in the red zone there for them. Uh, but, you know, they've moved the football on Pleasanton also. And, and, and it's not just, you know, a long run here. They've been doing a lot of four and five yard gains, uh, picking up a first down, uh, you know, on four downs and stuff like that. Uh, they've been moving the football up front. And then the guys up front for Ple- Shelton have done a good job, too. Like you said, Pleasanton leads this 12 to nothing. But they've had a couple of quick strikes or uh, good pass plays that have connected for Pleasanton that have resulted in uh, touchdowns. And Pleasanton's done a good job of moving the football and mixing some things up here and there. Uh, not a whole lot of passing that has gone on between both sides, but they've, they've been open when they've uh, passed, and uh, uh, they've done a good job of, of connecting a couple of times. Uh, a couple of drop pass or one drop pass by Shelton, but... Uh, you know, they've moved the football on Pleasanton. Pleasanton's moved the football on them. Uh, Shelton's kind of stubbed their toe when they get down into the red zone with some fumbles. Uh, a couple of uh, holdings on one call. Um, you know, and they've had to, you know, do some things. Uh, but they've been down in the red zone a couple times against uh, Pleasanton and just haven't came away with any points right now. We'll check the uh, numbers here in just a little bit. But let's get you updated. Not a lot of scores across the state here tonight. Uh, and we will have our... Uh, our scoreboard show coming up for you, brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air. That will be tomorrow, the Friday night scoreboard show, after the completion of all of our games on our group of stations. Uh, but um, So not, a lot, not enough to have a scoreboard show, but we can give you some scores. We'll begin, first of all, from Class A, and it's uh, Lincoln Pius with a 13-7 lead at Lincoln North Star at halftime. Also at halftime, third-ranked Omaha North, with a 28-14 lead over number one, Millard North. So Omaha North leading Millard North 28-14 at halftime, and that game is being played in Millard. On our station, Classic Hits 98.9 FM. At last report, it was halftime. No score between Centura and Kimball. Elsewhere, Ponca with a 19-6 lead in Fremont against Bergen. That game also at halftime at last report. Elsewhere, it was uh, Neely Oakdale at home with a 42-28 lead over Creighton in Class D1 action. We are at halftime, where it is 12 to nothing. Pleasanton at home with the lead over Shelton. We've totaled up the numbers. We'll give you our halftime numbers when we continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. And hear from Pleasanton right after this. 
For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HD TVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney And welcome back here to Pleasanton. We are at halftime where the Bulldogs lead the Shelton Bulldogs by a score of 12 to nothing. We'll give you, first of all, the scoring summary. The second possession of the game for Pleasanton ended when the, the young quarterback, Tyler Pulaski, was able to make a nice pass to Eric Epley. Epley in underneath, and the freshman was able to break a couple of tackles, including a huge stiff arm, took it from the right sideline and uh, hit the pylon on the left sideline, 33 yards on the play. It was six to nothing. The try for two was no good. Pulaski again with a touchdown pass, this time hitting Hunter Pates in stride. That one covered 54 yards with about 54 seconds to go before halftime. Again, the try for two was no good. And Pleasanton with a 12 to nothing lead here against Shelton. Checking the numbers here for uh, Shelton. They have carried the ball. They've rushed the ball 24 times for a total of 72 yards. Charlie Cessna has nine carries for 27 yards. Marcus Lauber has three carries for no yards. Kyle Rosh has 10 carries for 38 yards. And Ben Bombeck has carried the ball twice for seven yards. Again, overall, Shelton, 24 carries, 72 yards in the air. Lobber is three out of four throwing the football for 40 yards. So you're looking at uh, 112 yards of total offense here for Shelton in the first half. No points to show for it on the board as Pleasanton leads it 12 to nothing. As expected, the Bulldogs doing most of their damage on the ground. Tyler Pulaski has carried the ball 12 times for 48 yards. Uh, Riley Rosiski has carried the ball six times for 21 yards. Brady Klein has a couple of carries for four yards. So 20 carries for 73 yards here for Pleasanton. And again, they've got now 87 yards and a couple of touchdowns in the air. So about 161 yards of total offense here for Pleasanton in the first half compared to 112 yards for Shelton. So reasonably close advantage to the team wearing the uh, red tops here, Pleasanton, as they lead it at intermission by a score of 12 to nothing. So those are your statistics that we have for you here in the uh, first half. We'll continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Reminder for you that Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back here to Pleasanton right after this. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs. 
Zimatic Center Pivots provide farmers worldwide with the best quality, highest performance irrigation systems. Year after year, these systems have proven themselves in varying types of terrain, cropping situations, and irrigation requirements. This is because of dedication to service and unique design. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation, your Zimatic dealer. Clipper Publishing wishes all area teams good luck in the game. Clipper Publishing is proud of the successful athletes from Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River and look forward to supporting and reporting on all the game's activities in the Shelton Clipper, the Gibbon Reporter, and Wood River Sunbeam. Go to clipperpubco.com every day for daily updates on events happening in Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River. Why wait till Thursday for your local news updates? Subscribe to one of the weekly newspapers and go to clipperpubco.com for daily updates. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report going on here in Pleasanton. Well, right now, it's the Pleasanton Bulldogs with a 12-0 lead over the Shelton Bulldogs. And thanks in part to a couple of long touchdown passes by Tyler Pulowski, uh, one to Pates and the other to Eric Epley. Epley got the scoring started, second possession of the game here for Pleasanton. And then uh, a great uh, pass in stride for Pates to cover it from cross midfield, a 54-yard touchdown in the final minute of the first half to put Pleasanton up by a dozen. A reminder for you, we'll have plenty of action for you tomorrow, the first football Friday of the fall, and it just seems like this comes earlier and earlier, but still have been waiting several months for the return of uh, football, but we've got a full evening for you tomorrow in our group of stations right here on ESPN 1460 and 1550. We'll be over in Hastings as Adam Central will play host to Carney Catholic. Pre-game will start at 6.30. We'll kick that one off at about 7 o'clock from Patriot Field. That one should be a great matchup for a couple of schools that, you know, they're, they're Short, uh, short-lived uh, time left in the Luplak Conference, but a couple of Luplak Conference rivals for both those two schools. Uh, Adam Central's already left the conference. Carney Catholic on their way out, as we've all uh, come to find. And uh, a couple of programs that really have a lot of respect for each other, but that's going to be a great matchup tomorrow. Pre-game will be 6.30. We'll kick it off at 7 o'clock again on both stations on the ESPN Superstation. Also uh, tomorrow, uh, we'll be over in... Uh, and Donovan, as Sutton comes to town to take on Donovan Trumbull, pregame will be at 6.30. They'll kick that one off at 7 o'clock. That'll be on Classic Hits, 98.9 FM. And over at Adams, Freeman will play host to St. Cecilia. And that one will uh, start with a pregame at 6. They'll kick it off at 7 o'clock on KHES Radio, 12.30. And on the breeze tomorrow, well, Kansas City Royals baseball. as uh, They'll be traveling to Boston to take on the Red Sox. Uh, tonight, Kansas City in Miami taking on the uh, Marlins. And uh, the, uh, the Royals getting hot here as of late. And, uh, boy, they certainly needed to do that after they had that nine-game winning streak. They lost last night, but that nine-game winning streak has put them right back into the pennant chase. And if they get in there, you know, I think there's just going to be a, a tremendous amount of swagger for them and uh, a lot of experience. And the Royals right now are leading the Marlins 4-2. Uh, to two. That game is in the end of the seventh inning. And the Royals, as we said, have been able to work their way right back into it. Yeah, they have, Randy, you know. Yeah, that, that win streak was big for him, um, you know, to get back into the pennant race on things uh, because, you know, about a month ago or about two weeks ago, they were looking pretty 
bleak of even having a chance at things now. They, you know, they got people's hopes up right now. Yeah, they're they're still five games back. They they behind Baltimore, so they still have to find a way to get over Detroit and Seattle and Houston. They've got they've got some stuff to do. But again, you yep. go you go nine and one over the last ten games. <laughs> you do that for a while, you're going to be okay. Yes, you are. <laughs> you know, it really from here on out, if you win every series on the way out, uh, from here yeah. on. Uh, there's a good chance, uh, but you're not going to be guaranteed because, mm-hmm. again, the, the problem for them is they've got to pass three other teams. Well, four, actually. They've got to pass Baltimore as well, so they got to pass four other teams. Yep. So everybody else has got to, you know, if they're immortal, you got to be immortal. Yep. you gotta be, you got to be kind of superhuman. And if they play really, really well, uh, you just may not be able to catch them. But, again, they, they stay as hot as they are. Yep. They make up a lot of ground pretty quick. Yep. And then, you know, they've made it very, very interesting, you know, especially for everybody around here, you know, with the with the Royals and stuff. So that was very nice to see that. Yeah, and a reminder for you that that game is going on right now on the breeze, 94-5, and plenty of high school football action for you tomorrow going on right now on Classic Hits 98-9. Centura and Kimball, last report, no score in that one. A good matchup going on in North Platte. This one, a tight matchup as well. It's 12-0 Pleasanton, but again, that can turn... Uh, very, very quickly, as we've seen. And uh, Pleasanton will uh, be uh, uh, kicking off here to start the second half. So Shelton has a chance of answering right back here. As it's 12-0, we'll wrap up the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report with Shelton down by a dozen, but receiving the football. We come back to Pleasanton right after this. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. And welcome back. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. A beautiful night for football. I, I'm wearing long sleeves. I think that may have been a mistake, but I'm not wearing I'm, I'm wearing shorts. I'm about to say I'm not wearing pants, but that might start a rumor if I would have said it that way. But a great night for football tomorrow might be a different story. The weatherman says that uh, it might be a sloppy mess tomorrow. Yeah, they're you know right now they've been calling for you know quite a bit of rain throughout the day tomorrow. Um, you know, cloudy, windy, rainy. You know, high of about seventy degrees tomorrow. So we'll we'll kind of hope that we uh, you know get some things in and get get it dried out for the uh, games tomorrow. But it's a beautiful, beautiful night for football, oh, and the field here in Pleasanton is in absolutely picture-perfect condition. As, again, you know, it hasn't really been banged on at all, yep. and so it is in uh, great shape. Our field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weges. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. With Craig Weges, your Pioneer Seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. 
66 degrees here. Oh. That's that's good soybean growing weather. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so teeing up the football here to start the second half is going to be Ryan Bush. And uh, back deep is going to be Rosh for Shelton if he has a chance of actually fielding the ball. I think both teams have either kicked the ball in directly into the end zone or awfully close to it as uh, um both squads have uh, pretty good kickers in terms of uh, the leg on their on their kickoff here. And I think they probably all go for two. And the officials, the last second huddle here before Shelton puts their, excuse me, Pleasanton puts the foot into the ball, giving Shelton an opportunity to cut in this 12 nothing lead. What do you think? Does Shelton really have to do anything different or just have some success? Yep, that's what I think, Randy. You know, they've, they've gotten down inside the 20 and, you know, down inside the 10, 15-yard line. You know, a couple of times uh, they just got to have a little bit of success come their way, you know. And, uh, you know, if they take this one, you know, and, and move the football and do some good things, uh, you know, and, and if they get it into the end zone, you know, you'll have some fired up Shelton Bulldogs. Well, you had a fourth and one, and uh, they, they didn't get uh, on fourth and one. They didn't get the first down at the four-yard line. Mm-hmm. And then a 77-yard touchdown drive. Uh, answered back with that long pass, pass right before halftime for Pleasanton, and that's that's really a difference in the ball game. Yeah, yep. If, if the other Bulldogs would have scored in that 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 about minute of action there, yep. uh, we'd be looking at a tie ball game. So kicking off here is going to be Bush. Bush with the high kick. It might be short of the goal line. It is short. It hits off the chest of Rosh. Rosh is able to pick it up on the bounce, and he breaks a couple of tackles from about the 17-yard line, bringing it out to about the 22. He kept his head there. It hit yep. the chest, went between the one and the five, but it took a good hop for him, and he was able to uh, find a little seam there. and Just runs right up the middle and brings it across the 22-yard line. Will be first and 10 here for Shelton. Yep, and like you said, about the 15, 17-yard line, he ran into you know quite a few Pleasanton guys, and then he kept feet moving, ran, and got it out here to the 22. And it, uh, what I like is he kept his head after the, the uh, kickoff went through mm-hmm. his arms. Didn't so, panic. Yep. yep. Lobber under center. High formation behind him. They'll fake the handoff. They run into a couple of guys. They drop the football. And coming up with it is Pleasanton. They ran into the quarterback, dropped the ball, and picking it up there is Tolis. And a, a huge turnover, second turnover of the game here for Shelton. And in business very quickly is Pleasanton. Yep. You know, trying to run a little bit of a crossbuck reverse action out of that, Randy. And they kind of ran into each other. Uh, the football came out, and Tallis did a good job of getting on it for Pleasanton right here at the 20-yard line. So they lo- they lose the football, and it'll be first and 10 from the 20. And we'll see whether or not Pleasanton can make the hole a little bit deeper. They pitch it out to Rasiski. Rasiski going that right side. He's going to gain right at five yards on the play. And sets up now second and five from the 15. Yep, just a quick toss. You know, and then he uh, follows the quarterback. Quarterback got up in there. You know, Pulowski did a good job getting up in there and making a block, too. That big 145-pound lead blocker there, baby. <laughs> yep, and uh, he picks up five yards on that play. That kid's a tough football player. He you is. look out there, and, and he's one of the shorter guys in that huddle, but he commands that huddle. And he makes some good open field tackle from his uh, defensive secondary position. He takes the snap here. He's going to pitch it out, and uh, bobbling it is Epley. Epley is eventually able to make the catch and brings it across the 15-yard line. Good pitch. I think he just took his eyes off of it, and mm-hmm. it's a very dangerous gain of one on the play. Yep, this time, you know, they faked that handoff up the middle, and they ran that little option out of look out of it. This time, you know, 
Uh, Shelton made him pitch the football the last time. They've been, they've been covering that pitch, man, and he pitched it, and they got it out here for a little bit of a gain. It's going to be third and short here. Well, I misinterpreted my line here. It's not a gain of one. It was a gain of about three. It's going to set up now third and two. Rasiski takes the pitch. He's got a lead blocker out there. He'll follow that lead block, put his head down inside the five-yard line, have enough for the first down. A great block out there by Dylan Siebert leading the way. And it'll be first and 10 as they move the ball from the 12-yard line all the way down to the three. Yeah, just quick toss, toss it to the going back there. And then he, you know, Plowski did a good job getting up there and, and getting in and on a, on a block there too, Randy. And, uh, you know, they got it all the way down to the three-yard line here for Pleasanton. And again, a touchdown here by Pleasanton. Might take the wind out of the sails here for Shelton after that early turnover to start the third quarter. Pulowski just a little quarterback draw right up the middle. He's going to gain a couple of uh, yards there, but uh, Junior Swasina recognized that play and was able to plant him, but he did gain about yep. two of the three yards they need to get the touchdown. Yep, just kind of took that one little step back, Randy, and then took it right up the middle there and uh, got it down to the, about the one-yard line for Pleasanton, so a second down and goal here at the one. We played a little bit over two minutes here in the third quarter. It's 12 nothing Pleasanton, but they've got it now second and goal from the one-yard line. And Pulaski under center. Man in motion. He's going to keep it. He's hit immediately, and I think he actually lost a half yard, or did he nudge through there? He did. He kept his hand on the ground and was able to come through there. He was hit immediately, lunged forward, and got the touchdown because essentially he stiff-armed the ground for a five-points-bank touchdown. Yeah, nice hit. Nice, hard little run there, Randy. He's one to go to the right side. He got hit pretty good on the right side, kind of bounced off that, put his hand down, and lunged forward enough there for the touchdown for Pleasanton. Well, they go for two. They failed their first two two-point conversion attempts. Under center is going to be Pulowski. Man in motion. Oh. Bad snap. It's on the ground, and that's going to put an end to that play. So they go 0 for 3 with their conversions, but they have got the ball in the end zone three times, and they now lead it 18 to nothing. Pleasanton with the lead over Shelton with 9.32 to go in the third quarter. And the Bulldogs will kick off to the Bulldogs. We come back right after this. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work. So trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth up here in Pleasanton where the Bulldogs have added on to their lead. Shelton trying to come back in this battle of the Bulldogs. They, you know, that, that, that turnover to yep. start the third quarter, just that momentum kind of turn. You give the other team the ball at the 20-yard line, and, um, you know, it wasn't long ago that it looked like they might have the potential with a conversion of taking the lead yep. with about, a, I don't know, 90 seconds to go before halftime. Yep. And now we're about two and a half minutes into the third quarter, and they find themselves down 18. Yep, just a few, you know, like we said, Randy, a few miscues by Shelton, uh, you know, and it's, uh, you know, turned into some things for Pleasanton on the other end to make it 18 to nothing right now. And Bush will put the foot into it. High kick. It's going to go into the end zone. That's going to be a touchback. And Kyle Rosh couldn't, even if he would have caught the ball yeah. where you know, that was, it would have been a touchback. So. It'll be first and 10 from about the 15-yard line. 
again, you don't need to change anything yeah. if you're Shelton. You've had some success. You've done some good things. You just can't have that play where the miscommunication and your running back runs into the quarterback yep. and you drop a football. Just things like that. Yep. Just a little bit better. And again, that's execution. first game. That's yep. first game. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Just timing wasn't quite there and those types of things, you know, first game things. Yep. So out of that uh, formation, high snap and catching it is going to be Lobber. Lobber trying to roll the right side. The timing of that was thrown off with the high snap, and that's going to end up being a loss of about five. But Lobber basically had to <laughs> fair catch the snap as it was high and behind him. And uh, he's going to be brought down at about the nine-yard line. So that's going to be a loss of about six. And like you said, Randy, it was a high high snap, too. And by the time he caught it, he took about two steps, and there was about three Pleasanton guys right there to meet him. Well, they had that shotgun formation with a running back on either side. And now they'll be right in under center. Now the eye handed off to Cessna. Cessna has a nice little run right up the middle. And Rosiski saves the touchdown as he brings it across the 22-yard line. A quick hitter and a gain of about 13. And that almost was the answer right back there. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, nice, like you said, just a nice quick hitter for uh, Shelton on that right side of theirs. And uh, he hit the hole extremely hard there, Randy. And uh, he got down, you know, got past everybody. And, and there was one person there left uh, and made the nice open field tackle. But a nice gain for Shelton right here. Junior Swasina and uh, Daly Holler with a nice bit of blocking there to open up that hole. So Lobber under center, two running backs behind him. A little cross buck action. Then they run into the quarterback and... Even with good timing there, there was pretty good penetration by Pleasanton. And luckily, more damage was averted there because they were able to hold on to the football. But they ran into the quarterback again. And just the timing off here a little bit, and that'll be a loss of about three. Yeah, tried a little bit of that cross buck action there, Randy. And they, you know, the guy that went on the right side there, um, they stacked it over here on this left side, did Pleasanton, and they shot right through there. And uh, like you said, lucky there wasn't more damage done. With a, They did hold on to the football, did Shelton there. And a timeout being taken here by Pleasanton. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. Shelton will have to punt the football Trailing it 18 to nothing with 7.44 to go here in the third quarter. Back to Pleasanton right after this. Laser Tech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. Laser Tech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. Laser Tech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With Laser Tech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how Laser Tech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. In punt formation, going to be Rosh. Back deep is Epley for Pleasanton. Good snap. Rosh punts. And it's going to be picked up at about the 32-yard line. Right side, Epley. Epley down the sideline. There's going to be, uh, I think, a clip. So that's going to bring that back all the way to the other side of the 40. He brings it across to about the 36, but they're not going to be able to keep that. There's a flag down at the other 36-yard line. Yep, as he tried to turn this corner over here, Randy, looked like uh, somebody just got him right in the back there on that one. 
Yeah, block in the back. Yep. So instead of ball up here, at the, like you said, at the 36, it's going to be moved back. And that's not a personal foul. It's the push in the back. It's mm-hmm. a little bit different than the clip. It's not a personal foul. It's only a 10-yard penalty. But in any event, the ball will be spotted now at the 25-yard line. So they've got 65 yards to go here before they hit the promised land and see if they can add on to their 18 to nothing lead. And Plowski in under center. Now he stands up. Everybody else stands up because I don't think the, yeah, the officials <laughs> had not blown the ball ready for play yet. Now we're all set and ready to go. Pitch out to Rusiski. Rusiski lead block on that right side again by Siebert. And after nice little gain of a few yards, then they wrap it up. And that'll be a gain of about three. As that was a good tackle there. That was penetration. But, boy, once the Bulldogs met the Bulldogs, that was the end of that deal. Yeah. He took it to the left side there, Randy. You know, a quick toss on that left side. And, uh, yeah, he got across the line of scrimmage. After he gained about three yards, there was about two or three Shelton Bulldogs right there to meet him at that point. So it's going to be now second and about seven. They tighten up their formation a little bit here, does Pleasanton. They put a man in motion. That's Epley. They're going to pitch it out to him, and he's going to get the corner, and he's going to be knocked down at about the 35-yard line. So that'll be a nice gain of eight, and that's going to be right at the first down marker. Yep. Now they're, they're kind of making, a, you know, Pulowski kind of pitch the football, and that's what's open there, Randy. They're kind of collapsing down on him a little bit more. Now he's, uh, you know, you know, pitching that football and gets it out there and uh, makes a nice little run. Um, did, uh, I think it was Roush, did you say, Randy? No, it was Epley. Epley was on Epley. that side he there. Get, yep. Comes in motion on that far side over there. So they, they do get a chance to move the chains. Now he'll go in motion the other way. Pulowski's going to keep it. Cut back to the inside. Runs through one tackle. And is going to be brought down after a gain of about a dozen. Staying with it uh, was Ben Bombeck. As Bombeck was able to kind of hold on for deal life. But uh, Pulowski with another 12-yard gain, and they'll move the chains again. And those chains being moved by the chain gang, just like the folks at Carney Towing and Repair will do for you. If you're stranded on the side of the road, they'll bring the chains out for you. No matter where you are, they'll get you home. Call them at Carney Towing and Repair. And Pulowski so had to come out with a cramp also too, Randy. Yeah, they're working that out. So back in uh, will be the uh, quarterback, Brady Klein. And they'll get it out to Rasiski. Rasiski dances around a little bit out there. Did a nice job making one guy miss. Tucks up and ends up gaining about seven. That could have been a loss of one or two, and he ends up gaining about seven. A quick toss to that left side of, of uh, Pleasanton there, Randy. Like you said, right at the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard behind it, uh, Shelton hit him, and he kind of spun off a couple of guys and spun off another one after he gained about four yards and get, ends up picking up about seven yards on the play. Well, they're trying to get as much fluids as they possibly can into Pulaski down there, trying to make sure that he's going to be okay. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life. Two locations in Kearney, as it seems like that cramp is working out here for Pulaski. Klein will pitch it, give it to Rasiski. Rasiski cuts back up the middle, is going to be uh, starting to be tackled right at the line of scrimmage, but being pulled down from behind, he's able to slip over the top of Junior Swasina and gain about one yard on the play. Yep, the toss out here to the right side this time, and uh, he tried to you know get out here to the outside. Shelton's had a couple guys you know, kind of forced him back into the middle there, Randy. And like you said, he ended up picking up about one or two yards on the play, but it's going to bring up third and short right here. Yeah, about one full yard here. 
And Pulaski back into the ball game. So he was able to work out that cramp relatively quickly. Coming in motion is going to be Epley. Pulaski follows the lead blocker right up the middle, and he's going to bring it across the 20-yard line down to about the 17. That'll be a gain of eight, and they'll move the chains again. Yep, just fake that handoff up the middle, you know, and he follows that fullback then after that, Randy, and you know, picks up, you know, the first down for Pleasanton again now in the uh, uh, in, or into the red zone right here. So they're beginning to kind of exert themselves a little bit. They're beginning to kind of throw their will out there. But, again, that was because they lost that momentum. I think that turnover yep. early on in the third quarter here really hurt Shelton. There's 4.50 to go in quarter number three, 18-0 Pleasanton. They've got it first and 10 from the 17. Hand off to Rasiski, a huge hole, breaks one tackle, spins, dives, lunges, touchdown! A five-points bank touchdown. 17 yards away as Rasiski had a huge hole, but then the last five yards was just a whole bunch of one-two. Yep, he did a great job, Randy. He hit the hole extremely hard. The guys up front for Pleasanton did a good job of opening up the hole for him. And like you said, he got to about the five-yard line and did a good job of spinning and fighting and clawing and getting his way into the end zone and reaching it all the way into the end zone. He really looked like a fullback there yep. those last five yards. That was why the earlier when he did the tap dancing, that was kind of funny to see. But we'll see whether or not he gets the ball handed here on the two-point conversion. They're going to pitch it out to him. Pulaski lead block, and he's going to go in untouched for the two-point conversion. So Rusiski, after getting the touchdown, then gets the two-point conversion, and it's now 26 to nothing. Pleasanton with the lead with 4.38 to go here in the third quarter. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back here to Pleasanton with the Bulldogs leading Shelton 26 to nothing back after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. And again, you can kind of see the effect of momentum. Uh, that momentum that uh, Pleasanton got with that late touchdown in the second quarter, then turned into the turnover. They got another touchdown, and now it's beginning to roll here for the folks wearing the red shirts. And uh, Shelton's got to find a way to answer back here. They're down 26 to nothing. With plenty of football left, there's yep. uh, 4.38 to go here in the third quarter. Yep, and they just got to have a few few things go right for them, Randy, to get a little bit of confidence in them and, uh, you know, see if they can't put a little bit of a drive here on this possession right here. So Bush with the kickoff again, and again back deep is going to be Rosh, and uh, that one is going to be picked up at the one-yard line. Rosh met by Epley. Epley with a great tackle at about the 12, 13-yard line. That was a great special teams play with that open tackle by Eric Epley. And that special moment by the special teams brought to you by the special people at a Sarah Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call a Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Yeah, like you said, Randy, Epley did a good job coming down there on that kickoff. Uh, 
you know, and did a really good job of getting down there and making the open field tackle on that. So the ball being marked at about the 13-yard line instead of the 15 if that one would have gone in the end zone. They've done a nice job of kicking off here. Quick pitch out the right side for Cessna. Cessna slips back in just inside that end on the right side, Comes all, runs a long way to gain about two yards. Yeah, quick toss to him on that, you know, going to that right side, Randy. Like you said, he did a good job planting and cutting up the field and picking up uh, about two yards on the play for Shelton right there. And right now, um, Kimball and Centura, well, we have points now. Centura got the two-point conversion, and they lead it now 8-6 to six in the fourth quarter. And, again, that game is on Classic Hits, 98.9 FM. Clock moving here inside of four minutes to go in the third quarter. Keeping is the quarterback, Lobber. Lobber, a lot of pressure there. Defensive end did a good job on this near side, staying home as that bootleg was designed to go to the outside, but he had to cut to the inside, and there was a lot of white shirts there. That's a loss of two. Yeah, you faked that handoff, Randy, and tried to boot it out here to this left side of, of uh, Shelton's. You know, and there's a lot of red shirts out here, you know, cutting that off. Pates was out there, and a lot of those guys were out there to uh, make the tackle for uh, Pleasanton. Yeah, Pates got him turned to the inside, and then Ryan Bush says, I'll take care of yeah. it from here, as they actually lose about two. So it'll be third and ten from about the 13-yard line. And under center will be number 12, Marcus Lauber. And we got a timeout. Shelton's going to call the uh, timeout. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It's 26 to nothing. Shelton trying to find some way to answer back here a little bit because Pleasanton has built a 26-point lead with 3.06 to go in the third quarter. It'll be third and 10 for Shelton. We come back right after this. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! And welcome back here to Pleasanton and the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast both Bulldogs. Again, I have to be specific here. The Pleasanton Bulldogs with a 26-0 lead over Shelton. And again, Shelton last year, 3-5. and five, Numbers were down. Uh, really kind of struggled. But there's they're, they're good things. We've yeah. seen some good things from them, especially much of that first half. Now they've lost some momentum. And uh, this is a good young team that Pleasanton has out here. I think they're going to win a lot of games. But uh, Shelton right now just needs to get something going in the right direction. Third down, Lobber throws it in underneath, and he has to throw it a little bit quicker than he wanted to and cannot make the connection to Daniel Romero. Good tight spiral, but Romero really wasn't looking for the ball just yet because uh, he was running his pattern, but the quarterback had to get rid of the ball uh, much sooner than Romero was expecting the ball to come. Yeah, Pates Pates came in on that left side, his left end, Randy, and he made him uh, get rid of that football before he wanted to get rid of the football on that play. That was actually a pretty good pass by Lauber. Mm-hmm. But again, the wide receiver wasn't ready for it. So fourth down, pressure on the punter. High end over end kick. That's a great punt. Epley's got to track it down after it bounces. He's got now at the 20-yard line as the sideline and is going to be pulled down right at midfield. As uh, There's a pretty good collision there. A nice special teams tackle there by uh, Nolan Caitlin as Catlin was able to come up there and make a great tackle. Yep. Uh, you know, like you said, Randy, you got it off a good kick. And, uh, you know, 
but he had to go back there and, and pick it up. And uh, by the time he tracked it down and started coming up here to this outside, Epley, you know, he got he picked it up and did a good job getting it back here to midfield. But like you said, uh, uh, Shelton Kid did a really good job coming up in the middle of the field right there, making a, a nice tackle. And Terry Stevens, a good lead block there, mm-hmm. uh, as one of the upbacks. Uh, creating an opportunity there, and the ball is all the way out to midfield. So, again, a nice nice punt by Rosh, but maybe maybe I'll kick the coverage. Pulowski's going to pitch it out to Rosiski, and Rosh right there on cue comes up with a huge tackle, loss of about eight on the play, came in on the blitz, and that will make a, a, a tough first down effort here for Pleasanton the rest of the way because they are behind schedule after an eight-yard loss. Yeah, like you said, Randy, Rosh did a great job shooting that gap from his linebacker position, and by the time you know uh, they got the football and wanted to make that turn there, Rosh was right there to make that open field tackle. So it's going to set up now second and about 18, and maybe that'll give a little swagger to the folks with the S on the side of the helmet and get things moving in the right direction for them with 2.09 to go here in the third quarter, down 26 to nothing. Pulowski going to pitch it. Nice catch there by Epley. Epley across midfield, breaks one tackle, lunges forward, and he's going to gain about 19 on the play. First and 10. A great pitch because they all collapsed on the quarterback, and when that catch was uh, made, uh, they were able to get upfield and make a, a nice little run out of it. Yes. You know, Pulaski did a good job coming out, and like you said, Randy, the, you know, in the first half, they were kind of making him you know, uh, you know, run the football, and covering the pitch man, but then, now they've you know, been covering uh, Pulowski and making him pitch, and this time he did a good job of getting there, and Epley got the first down, but it uh, looks like he's got a little bit of a cramp. Yeah, they're working him out as well. They're working on him with that uh, cramp on the uh, left leg there. And our injury report, again, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life, two locations in Kearney, and they're working on that, that leg right now. And... Uh, Slowed things down here. Now they start the clock with a minute 38 to go. Was there somebody else hurt that I didn't see? Nope. I'm, they they we, had trouble with the chain? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Chain gang having a little difficulty with a, a knot in the chain. So they only had to gain about eight and a half yards <laughs> since it's on the Shelton sideline. They kind of noticed that. Pulowski keeps it himself, goes out to the right side, a little stiff arm, and then he stepped on the sideline. He was forced out of bounds by Romero. He wasn't out of bounds very long or very far. Yeah. But Romero makes the play there, but it's still going to be a gain of five. Yeah, nice little run there on the outside here. He faked that handoff up the middle, and this time Shelton came up with the pitch guy, and he kind of tucked it in and followed his fullback, and he scooted out here to the right side and picked up five yards on that play. That is the 17th carry for Tyler Pulowski in the game. And that'll set up now second and five. Since he stepped out of bounds, the clock stopped with a minute 12 to go here in the third quarter. Third quarter has been uh, pretty much controlled here by Pleasanton. They've been able to track on a couple of touchdowns. One back in the backfield. Pulaski will hand it to Rosiski right up the middle. Rosiski runs over one, bounces to the outside, has the angle, and goes in for a touchdown. A five-points bank touchdown for Rosiski. He ran through one tackle. And uh, that kid, like, d- stunned like a, a duck hit on the head with a hammer <laughs> and uh, was able to just bounce to the outside and take it in for the touchdown. Yeah, you know, you, you said it last time when he scored on that one touchdown run. He looked like a fullback right there. He looked like a big fullback, too, Randy, coming right up the middle. And, uh, you know, wasn't touched there for about seven, eight yards and then got uh, 
you know, hit, and he just bounced right off that guy, ran right through him, and then right into the touchdown for Pleasanton. So a 20-yard touchdown to make it now 32 to nothing with a minute six to go here in the third quarter. And Pulaski's going to keep it himself, tuck it in, and gets into the end zone for the touchdown. Now 34 to nothing with a minute six to go here in the third quarter, and Pleasanton taking control over Shelton. We'll be back here to Pleasanton right after this timeout. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. A great run right up the middle. We, we've seen a little bit of everything from Rosiski. Yeah. A little bit of dancing, but a lot of fullback. Yeah. I mean, and that's exactly what that looked back. He, he was the only back in the backfield, but he certainly ran like a fullback there as he got all 170 pounds behind those shoulder pads and was able to meet somebody upfield about five yards, and he won that battle and bounced off the outside of it after running the guy over. And uh, goes in for the touchdown. Yeah, looked like a big, you know, good hard run. Like you said, Randy, we saw a little bit of the dance, but I think in this third quarter, he just been lowering his head and just uh, putting the pads to it and uh, running extremely, extremely hard like a fullback. I think he'll dance if there's an angle, but yeah. it's straight on. He, he'll, okay, yep. uh, I'll go right at you, no problem. <laughs> Bush, another kick, another high one, and uh, they're going to allow that one to go into the end zone. Perhaps Rosh could have caught that short of the goal line, but he knew the momentum would take it into the end zone. And it'll be first and 10 from the 15. You also know you're not going to put the ball on the ground if you do that. Yep. You know, a lot of bad things can happen on a kickoff. So they just let it go into the end zone. It'll be first and 10 from about the 15-yard line. And again, for Shelton, they need to get something positive going because they did a lot of positive things in that first half. Long season. Now you want to just start winning the quarter. Yep. You know, win the game from this point on, and don't worry about uh, the final score. They're down 34 nothing, but now they just want to build momentum for next week. They run the little counter cross buck action, and uh, aren't quite able to get to the outside, and no room to run there at all for Daniel Romero. And Romero is actually going to lose about three yards. Yep, they tried to fake that little crossbuck action there, Randy, and then they gave that, uh, you know, reverse action off this. And there was just, you know, uh, out here, Pates did a good job of, you know, containing right there. Uh, Bush did a good job of coming up from his linebacker position for um, uh, Pleasanton that time. Well, right now, Pleasanton's feeling oats. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, they're, 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 they're bouncing around, they're yep. feeling their oats, and, and Shelton, they were having kind of the opposite effect right now. Their dauber's down. Direct snap to Rosh. Rosh goes right off that left side, and he's going to get those lost four yards back and then maybe one or two more. That'll be a gain of about five on the play. And, again, it's going to set up now third and nine, which is manageable. You don't have to be crazy here. But you just want to get some first downs and have something positive happen. But they've got an opportunity to talk about it because that will be the final play of the third quarter. We'll head to the fourth quarter. Pleasanton leading at 34 to nothing over Shelton. And we'll see whether or not Shelton can get something going in the right direction here. They'll have it third and nine. We come back to Pleasanton right after this.
Billy. Billy, I can't hear you if you're talking. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Golden Harvest Hybrid and Purina feeds. Only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. And welcome back here. A little kerfuffle back at the studios. A little kerfuffle here as well as out of the shotgun formation. The snap is dropped by the quarterback, Lobber, and he's going to end up losing about six yards on third and about nine. So it's a punting situation here again for Roche. And back deep for Pleasanton will be Epley. Epley now standing at the 30-yard line. A little bit of kind of a rugby-style punt that ends up being a spiral. It bounces around. Epley has it now at the 25. Goes out of bounds. That's kind of a late hit. They're looking for the flag, and they finally come up with it. That second hit was just a little bit late, and that's going to cost them about 15 yards after really a great job of punting there by Kyle Roche. The pressure came up the middle. He was able to move around it, kind of like a rugby punter would do, but then he didn't have a rugby punt. He had a deep spiral. So that was a nice job of uh, Roche with the punt. But then on the tackle, there was a second hit that was a little bit late and not dirty, but it, mm-hmm. it is a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, Rosh did a good job of getting that punt off, Randy, because Pleasanton kind of came right up the middle on that situation. And, uh, you know, then Epley got the football. And he, you know, the first guy kind of got nudged him out, and then the second guy, you know, came in and just hit him a little bit out of bounds there. But uh, he, was a, he was a good two yards. And yep. it isn't so much that it was two yards out of bounds, but he'd been – um, two yards out of bounds for a little while. Wow. And he kind of gave, you know, he was and he, he'd, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he had stopped. So yep. you could kind of tell, and the, the young man just couldn't let up. So a lot of times I, I have a lot of sympathy for kids and mm-hmm. go, God, that's a tough fly to get. That, one, that, one's, that one's a tough one, but yeah, that one's a little bit more appropriate yep. than some of what we've seen. And, again, I want to protect those kids. Oh, you yeah. know, I don't want them to get hurt. I fully understand that, but. Sometimes I think maybe we've forgotten that this is a contact sport. Yeah. Yep. Pulowski fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, breaks one tackle, spins, and he's going to be wrapped down there. Ripping at the football there is Ben Bombeck on the tackle. It may have cost him a couple of yards and maybe even a first down, but not a bad strategy trying to rip at that football to see whether or not you can uh, get possession of it. But that's going to be a gain of about 12 for Pulowski. Yep, and then uh, he comes out of here. He's got a little bit of a cramp again on that right foot or right calf there, Randy. But he did a good job getting out here on this side and, and making some people miss and picking up a first down for Pleasanton. Now, Pulaski's played very well. So 
Yeah, they lose a little something with him out of there, but Brady Klein has played pretty well at quarterback here as well. He takes the snap. He's going to pitch it out on that right side to Epley. Epley tucks back to the inside, keeps his balance by putting his hand down, fights off one tackle, and then lunges forward. He'll gain about eight. And again, about the last three yards where it was all grit and determination. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, Klein does a good job you know, coming in there, faked the handoff and uh, ran right at that defensive end, pitched it out there to Epley. Epley did a good job of, you know, corralling the ball and getting out there on the outside and picking up a good, you know, seven yards on the play on for Pleasanton. So Klein back out there at quarterback. As again, uh, Pulowski plays both ways. He doesn't take a lot yeah. of doesn't take a lot of snaps off. And early on in the year, you can talk about staying hydrated all you want. And no, it hasn't been 90 degrees today. But uh, sometimes the first year, you, the first game, you kind of run into that. Mm-hmm. Rosiski with the pitch to the outside, and he's going to be hogtied. And they might be saying that's a horse collar tackle, but a tackle being made there by Charlie Cessna. And maybe they got a, a hold of the face mask. Yeah, he reached around and actually got the entire face mask. Yeah, because he reached around from the back side and apparently got all the way to the helmet. Mm-hmm. You know, coming out to this left side here and, uh, you know, trying to make the guy miss and, you know, fighting for the yards. And I think the guy reached around Randy and kind of got a hold of the face mask on that one. So Rosinski gained about one yard, but that is a 15 yard penalty. He'll end up being half the distance to the goal. And uh, the chain gang will drop the sticks on that far side and it'll be first and goal from about the seven yard line. And that quarterback is going to be Brady Klein. Klein keeps it himself, goes off to that right side, and a good open field tackle. There was a, a hole there for a moment, but Daly Haller was able to fill that hole and make the tackle, and it's uh, going to be second and goal from about the five. Yeah, he took that, you know, faked that handoff to the, uh, you know, the up back, and then he's going to run that option off that situation. They did a good job of, you know, you know getting it out there. Uh, stringing that out, and then he looked like there was a little bit of a hole. He tucked it up, and it closed pretty good for uh, Klein on that one. Rosiski's going to come out of the game. Jackson Keyshaw going to come back in. So your backfield is made of a couple of uh, freshmen. In fact, if you want to count Eric Epley over there, they're all freshmen, and we're going to have a timeout here by Pleasanton. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC, 9-16 to go, fourth quarter, Pleasanton, 34-0 over Shelton. They're trying to add to it. They got it second and goal from the five. We come back after this. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Pleasanton trying to add on to it. Again, an all-freshman backfield. You got under center, Brady Klein. Epley out on one side. He'll come in motion. Keyshaw, they fake the handoff to him. Klein follows him through the hole. He's going to gain two, maybe three yards. He gets about half of it here. It's going to set up third and manageable, third and goal from about the uh, three-yard line. 
Yep, just a nice job here. I was just watching Pulowski kind of loosen up down here, Randy, trying to get that leg loosened up. But Klein's done a good job, like you said, Randy, coming in here. You got a, a freshman backfield out of that situation now. He was going, you know, wanting to kind of get it to the outside there, tucked it up underneath there and, and picked up what he could on that. And, again, they got six seniors as Pleasanton, but oh, yeah. they've got a – it's a big roster. got 21 kids. That means 15 of these guys are going to be back next year. Quick handoff right up the middle and not much room at all there for Keyshaw as Keyshaw had nowhere to go. Give credit to the Shelton defensive line there as they kind of fought their way through. Uh, junior with the uh, so, uh, Sacita with the nice little taking on the blockers yep. and really making the tackle there was Kyle Roche. Yep, he did a good job, you know, taking them on there, Randy. And like you said, he tried to get it going right up the middle. And uh, there was nothing there. You know, Shelton did a real good job up front, and the linebackers did a good job. So they'll hand it off right up in the middle to Keyshaw. Keyshaw lunges toward the goal line, and it's going to be just short of it on fourth and goal from about the four-yard line. We'll give him credit for a gain of three, and Shelton will take over on downs inside their own one-yard line. Yeah, and then, you know, something good, you know, there for Shelton, you know, a good defensive stand there. They were down. You know, inside the five, you know, it's about the seven-yard line, first and goal at the seven-yard line. And Pleasanton had three cracks at it right there. Got it down to about the one-yard line, but uh, Shelton did a good job of standing that one. Well, this game turned after a goal-line stand, not officially, because they were going for it on fourth and three from the four-yard line. It kind of turned on that, and we'll see whether or not Shelton can get back some momentum from the shadow of their own goal line. They were able to run it out to about the five-yard line, so a nice little run right up the middle uh, there for Rosh as he'll gain about four. Yeah, just a quick hitter right up the middle, um, right side of, of Shelton, you know, trying to get him out of that uh, area there, and he picks up four yards on the play. So when they didn't get that first down, and then Pleasanton was able to score with a little bit less than a minute to go before halftime after the long pass, mm -hmm. and then the turnover on their very next possession of the second half for Shelton, that really kind of turned things over. Gain of about... Uh, about six on the play, right up the middle. Another nice little uh, run there by Cessna. That'll mm -hmm. be first and ten. Yep, just taking it to the you know right side of uh, Shelton there. Um, you know he faked the handoff um, up the middle and followed his fullback right there, Randy, and picks up the first down for Shelton. So they bring it across the ten yard line. Not quite the eleven. Well, I guess it's got to be about the eleven because that's <laughs> starting at the shadow of the goal line. Keeping it here is Lauber. Great ball fake, but Lauber goes to the outside, turns the corner on that bootleg, is going to gain about three. Maybe took a little bit deeper path than what he needed to because the Pleasanton speed was able to track him down. That ends up being a gain of about three, and that one, to me, looked like it had a lot of potential. Yep. As you, you know, like you said, Randy, as he you know took it to that left side there, looked like there was going to be able to get something you know out there. Uh, and, and you mentioned it, you know, the Pleasanton speed, and that's one thing that Ricky Westland mentioned uh, at the beginning of the game is their team speed. Jaden Westland, part of that team speed, he's the one that actually made the tackle from that defensive end position, did a good job staying at home. Quick pitch out here to Cessna on the left side. Cessna going to be uh, tackled by Keyshaw at uh, about the 20-yard line. No, he's not. He's still <laughs> fighting through there and brings it across the 20 and may have enough for the first down. Yeah, did a good job. You know, he got knocked back there, Randy. Um, and uh, the, some of the Pleasant guys just didn't quite wrap him up. He kept his feet driving and then pushing ahead and then picks up the first down for Shelton. Well, the radio guy gave up on it, thought he was tackled, but he just kept fighting through there. That was great effort there by Cessna. And, again, it, it shows the, the determination 
Shelton hasn't given up on this game. They're still wanting something positive to happen. And they have moved it from the shadow of their own goal line out now to the 22-yard line, where it's first and 10. A little cross-buck action. They hand it off to Rosh. Rosh bounces to the outside. It runs through one tackle and going to be tripped up just short of midfield. A nice job there bringing it out from the 22 to about the 38, a gain of 16 here for Cessna. Yep, Seth, uh, Seth Eckel did a good job there, Randy, you know, for Pleasanton. Uh, another freshman that's out there for Pleasanton, you know, making that open field tackle. Nice form tackle uh, for him. Uh, I guess there's a flag back there. There is a the... flag down right about uh, two yards past the line of scrimmage, and that's going to bring back all of that plus some as they're going to call a hold. But, uh, you know, you seeing, you know, Shell or uh, Pleasanton right now, Randy, you know, they're kind of shuffling some people in and out, which is good. You know, you never know what's going to happen down the line. You need to get some guys in there. And, you know, he said that was one of the things that he had. He had a little bit of depth this year. So first in about 18, they run that cross buck, hand it off to Rosh. Rosh comes right up the middle, is able to bring it out to about the 20-yard line. So that'll be a gain of about six. Yep, just, uh, you know, like you said, Randy got a quick cross buck action off that. Gives it to him going to the left side off that. He kind of plants and cuts back here towards the middle of the field. Uh, picks up about six yards on the play. It is a final out in North Platte. Centura over Kimball, 14-6. to six. Game over on Classic Hits, 98.9 FM. As Doug's in the post game, wrapping that one up. Little quick pitch, but the uh, running back wasn't there. That one, that one looked awkward in terms of wasn't pitched very far for Lobber. And I think maybe the line penetration there may have knocked that ball loose because that one did, didn't look just didn't look right at all. No. But Lauber falls on it, and that'll be a loss on the play, and it's going to set up now third and a whole bunch. Yeah, it just didn't look right from the get-go there. You know, Pleasant got a little bit of penetration out of the situation, and there's one of those he tried to kind of fake the handoff, and he was going to try to, you know, shuttle it out there. But uh, some penetration by Pleasanton kind of knocked that away. Just inside of 440 to go here in the fourth quarter. It is 34-0. Shelton drops the football down by 34. They're able to fall on it there as Cessna falls on it on third down, and that now will make it fourth and about 18. Yep, just uh, you know, another you know little miscue in the backfield for for Shelton right there, but uh, they were able to get on the football here, and this will bring up fourth down for Shelton. And again, uh, the holding penalty negated a nice 16-yard run. Yeah. They had the ball near midfield, and then after that, the the wheels kind of fell off. Rosh with a punt. This one's going to be a little bit lower than the others. It bounces, going to be picked up on the bounce by Eckel. Seth Eckel right up the middle brings it across midfield. It brings it across the 40-yard line. Going to be down, are they going to mark him on the other 38? Yeah. Yeah, he was across the 40-yard line before he got drove back. Yeah. <laughs> Not a kind spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like you said, Randy, Seth Eckel, you know, a freshman back there fielding that punt, uh, did a good job of just taking it right up the middle and picking up what he could on that uh, for, for Pleasanton. So a lot of new faces out there. And, again, they in, in their regular game-on-the-line kind of situation, they, from time to time, Pleasanton will have a all-freshman backfield. But now you're getting some youngins up front here as well. Under center is Klein. Klein hands it to Keyshaw. Keyshaw runs right up the middle. He brings it back across midfield, if it stays there, that is. And he gains about four on the play. Just a quick little hitter there. 
for number 35, Jackson Keyshaw. Yep, just trying to take it right up the middle on that right side there for Pleasanton. But like you said, Randy, they're starting to rotate a few people, more people in as Pleasanton, and so isn't Shelton. And rotating. so Shelton. Yeah, yep. so Shelton's rotating some people into, you know, getting some people some playing time, see what you got out there. So Klein under center. Put a man in motion. Klein looking to pitch, but he's not going to have the opportunity. He was looking to get it to uh, Bukowski, Patrick Bukowski. But uh, just a bunch of line surge there for Shelton. And I think really blowing that up then was Nolan Catlin. Yeah, Nolan got in there pretty fast, Randy. And, uh, you know, it was one of those that was kind of a slow de- developing play. They kind of wanted to kind of, you know, fake that handoff and then run a little bit of that option out of that situation. But Nolan did a good job of getting right in there and, and disrupting that. So 2.50 to go here before Pleasanton moves to 1-0. and Shelton will fall to 0-1 on the season. Pleasanton will travel to Giltner next week, and Shelton will have their home opener against Sumner, Eddieville Miller. Pitch out here for Keyshaw. Keyshaw cuts back to the inside, and staying with the uh, tackle there and kind of bulldogging him down is going to be Ben Bombeck. And Keyshaw did good, you know, he did a good job, you know, coming right up there, picking up what he can out of that, Randy. And uh, now you got fourth down here for uh, Pleasanton right here with, what, about two minutes? You had 208 to go in the game right here. So, and it's probably not one of those situations where you bring in the varsity to punt. Yeah. You know, just go for it. Whatever happens is whatever happens, and we'll see what our defense can do. So they will go for it here from midfield on fourth and about seven. And looking to pass here is going to be Klein. Klein lobs it. He's got a man out there. It's going to be caught. Wide open. Terry Stevens. Touchdown. 39 yards and a five points bank touchdown. The better bank. And that was a pretty good throw as they make the connection to Stevens covering 39 yards. Yep. And Klein stood right in there, Randy, because he, you know, after he delivered that, he got hit right there. But uh, he connected on that. He got behind the guy. The guy got behind there, and he made a nice connection with him uh, for the touchdown. So Pleasanton strikes right there. Like you said, Randy, you know, it was fourth down. You know, you didn't want to bring in the first team to punt and stuff. Right. And you went for it, and uh, they connected on it. So Klein now will go in under center as they go for two. Keyshaw's behind him. And they uh, fake the handoff to him, and Klein tries to follow him up the hole into the end zone. Can't quite get there, so the score remains 40 to nothing. With a minute 43 to go here in the fourth quarter, they have the long touchdown strike for the third time tonight. And Pleasanton with a 40 nothing lead over Shelton. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back for the final, oh, about 100 seconds of the game or so when we come back right after this. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Well, a 39-yard pass from Brady Klein to Terry Stevens has made this 40 to nothing. Pleasanton with the lead over Shelton. And again, you know, we, we I, I think we keep saying it yeah. just to kind of illustrate the point that Shelton has played fairly well. There's a lot of positive things out there. But uh, second half, Pleasanton has really taken care of business and has not turned the ball over mm-hmm. the entire game. 
hasn't had that many penalties. Yep. That can't be said for Shelton. They've got a couple of turnovers and some big penalties. So kicking it off here is going to be Grady Chandler, and the freshman is going to kick it. It's bouncing around near the goal line, stays in bounds, and going to pick it up there is going to be Rosh, and Rosh comes back up the middle and is not going to make it to the 15-yard line. That's going to be a win for your kickoff team. Yep. And he just, you know, it looked like it was going to go out of bounds. He's going, you know, should I pick this up? And it never did, Randy. And well, if so it goes out of bounds, you get it at the 25-yard line. Yep, yep. And so he picked it up and, uh, and you know, got what he could out of the situation right there. So Grady Chandler had that one measured because yeah. it stayed in bounds by about 32 inches. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and like you said, Randy, you know, it, 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 it kind of turned on, on Shelton, you know, with about you know, a minute and a half to go in that first, second quarter and then right off the bat in the third. So clock moving here with a minute 19 to go. Down 40 to nothing is Shelton. And they'll throw a nice little pass out to the right side. Making the catch is Leroy Garcia. Garcia, nice job of taking it all the way from the 12-yard line out here to about the 37. So a nice 25-yard gain. Yep, and then, you know, nice connection. You know, they were they faked that little handoff, and then he pulls it back out there, Randy, and throws it out here to Garcia. And Garcia made a nice little catch for Shelton there. Nice little, you know, play for Shelton, you know, to get some get some things going, you know, see what you got here with some other people out here. So under center again is going to be Lobber. And Lobber's throwing some nice balls here. They mm-hmm. run the uh, keeper right up the middle for Cessna. Cessna follows the lead blocker right up the middle, brings it across the 30-yard line. Now 22 seconds left. And again, with that rule, uh, we have a running clock here. Had a nice little gain of about 12 there for Cessna. Yep, just a nice little power right up the middle for Cessna. And again, they go out of that I formation. Final play of the ball game. They'll hand it right up the middle with the run here. It's going to be Caster Rule. And Rule going to be brought down as he gets across the line of scrimmage there by Kessler Dixon. And that will be the final play of the ball game. Your final score is Pleasanton 40 and Shelton nothing. And again, that second half for the Pleasanton Bulldogs really kind of took control of the game. Really played a very clean game. No turnovers. Um, a couple of penalties, five yards here and there. Uh, and, and Shelton, there's a lot of positive things that happened for them in spite of the fact that uh, they ended up uh, being on the downside of a 40 nothing score. Yep. You know, and they can take a lot of things away here, Randy, Can Shelton. You know, that first half, they played really good football. Uh, you know, had a few bad things that happened for them that, you know, like you said, if if, if they could have converted on a couple of those situations, you know, all of a sudden it's 6-6 six to six instead of, you know, or 8-6 or whatever, but, you know, but it was one of those situations that things just didn't quite go, um, you know, Shelton's way. And then in the second half, things just started snowballing right off the bat. They had a, they had a situation where they uh, fumbled the football right away. And uh, then Pleasanton, about four or five plays later, took it in for the touchdown. Um, you know, and then, you know, they got the ball back, did uh, uh, Pleasanton and, or did Shelton, and then uh, uh, some things happened again, you know, some penalties and stuff, and all of a sudden they had to kick it away. And Pleasanton got the football back and then punched it right on in. And things, things really just seem to kind of snowball Shelton. Shelton's got an option, you know, some things that can happen for him, though. Uh, you know, if they keep on, 
you know, looking at the positive on th- some things here, Randy, you know, because that first half they played, you know, right, you know, toe to toe with Pleasanton and, and Pleasanton knew coming in that they were going to have some good, you know, athletic people out there. Uh, and they showed that in the second half, that kind of, you know, their, their team speed and things like that, you know, them swarming to the football and those types of things, you know, they did a really good job, did Pleasanton in the second half, you know, connecting on a few uh, pass plays. Uh, seemed like, you know, they do a lot of, you know, run, run, run to set up that pass. And then when they seem to, uh, you know, uh, make that pass, it's a kind of a deep pass, you know, or, or, you know, some touchdowns and stuff. And they connected on those situations tonight. too. And again, that's the philosophy of Oklahoma back in the yep. heyday, you know, back when, when we were kids where you they'd run that triple option, triple option, triple option, triple option, get you all biting up. And then they hit you with a surprise pass. Yep. Uh, but again, Shelton. Right in the game, down by six, late in the second quarter, had it fourth and goal at the four-yard line, you know, about to get the ball in the end zone. They don't quite get the first down, and then they surrender the touchdown thanks to the long pass. Pass. Again, then you got that. Okay, so momentum has gone against you now. Instead of being ahead, potentially, or six to six, getting close to heading into the locker room, you're you're down 12-0 halftime. You get the second-half kickoff. First play from scrimmage, you drop the football, and you give them good field position. They get the touchdown. So really in a time frame where they could have been ahead, maybe 8-6, to six, mm-hmm. you end up being down 18, 18 to nothing, and that just takes the wind out of, a, uh, yep. out of the sails of a team that really needs to find some positive things to build that momentum. Yep. Yep. If they would have had that, they would have believed in themselves, been an entirely different Oh, yeah, game. I agree, Randy. You know, I think this whole second half would have been, you know, in, in you know, a dogfight for that situation, uh, you know. Um, but like like we said, you know, you had about a minute and a half in the second quarter, right off the bat in the, fir- in the third quarter, and uh, Pleasanton took advantage yeah. of those situations. And, Who made you know, the big plays? Some, yep. You know, they made, they made the big plays. They got the opportunities. They cashed in on those opportunities. And yep. how clean did they play the first game of the year? For a team that's pretty young, yep. how clean was this for Pleasanton? Yep. It's, a, it's a very clean win. No turnovers, very few penalties. Yep. Uh, again, I, we came in thinking Pleasanton was a pretty good football team. Nothing I saw today dissuades me from that opinion, that they've got uh, a lot of potential that they could have some success here as they win it tonight, 40 to nothing over Shelton. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, for the very first time this year, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up here from Pleasanton right after this timeout. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. 
Aurora Cooperative is setting a new pace for agriculture by creating a soybean premium program. To qualify, producers must use an aerial application of fungicide plus insecticide and deliver the soybeans to an Aurora Cooperative grain location. Aurora Cooperative's Real Farm Research confirms up to a six bushel per acre yield increase. Plus, now you can get the added soy premium bonus on top of the extra bushels. Contact your local agronomy representative for details. Your farm, your cooperative, your future. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to and work. And welcome back here to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's go through the scoring summary first of all. Pleasanton, their second possession of the night. Matt, uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt can never throw a ball as well as Tyler did. Uh, Tyler Pulowski was able to make the 33-yard uh, pass connection with Eric Epley. Epley did much of the heavy lifting himself in the open field uh, as he goes from the right sideline and actually scored on the left uh, uh, pylon. He was able to go in from 33 yards. That made it six to nothing. Try for two was no good. Pulowski again hit Hunter Pates. In stride late in the second quarter, 54 yards out, and that made it then 12 to nothing heading into the locker room. Third quarter after Shelton turned the ball over, their first possession of the second half. Pulowski this time uh, a one-yard run. I thought he was down, but he was able to get in from a yard out. That made it 18 to nothing, even though the two-point conversion failed. And then Riley Rusiski got hot. He ran it from 17 yards out to make it 26 to nothing with a two-point conversion that he also scored. Then Rosiski with another third-quarter touchdown, this time from 20 yards away. That made it 34 to nothing. Then the fourth quarter, it was the Youngins getting in uh, action here as Brady Klein with a great pass to Terry Stevens, 39 yards on the pitch and catch. The try for two was no good. That made it 40 to nothing, had the running clock, and that was your final score in this one as Pleasanton Picks up the win. They're now 1-0 and on the season. They'll travel to Giltner next week, and Shelton will have their home opener taking on Sumner Eddieville Miller next Friday, a week from tomorrow. And, again, we'll have plenty of action for you tomorrow as well. But, again, uh, Pleasanton has uh, proven to be, you know, what we thought, and that's a pretty good football team. Yep. And, you know, as Ricky Westland has said, you know, Coach Westland has said, you know, in his interview, Randy, you know, he knew he had the, you know, the skilled positions, but the guys up front did a pretty darn good job for, for Pleasanton also. He has a lot of team speed, you know, out there. Uh, he's got a good quarterback uh, that likes to stick his nose in a lot of different things. Like you said, you know, Randy, he plays a lot of different areas. He about had a pump block on the very first possession for, for uh, Shelton. Uh, he came flying in there and just about had a, a pump block, um, did Pulowski. And, uh, you know, the, the running backs, Rosiski and those guys, they did a good job. Epley catching the football. Ryan Bush is flying all over the, the place on defense and stuff. This team's, you know, got a lot of potential for them this year. Well, we'll uh, give you some statistics, uh, we, which we've already uh, we gave you the scoring stuff and gone through some statistics here as well. This sports wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. We're going to take a quick break. We'll have some more numbers for you, and uh, we'll also have a chance, hopefully, to talk with both head coaches. We've asked uh, Joel Ferguson to join us from Shelton, as well as Ricky Westland from Pleasanton. We'll do that as we continue with more of the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Post Game Show coming up right after this. 
Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family. Providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Welcome back here to Pleasanton. Let's give you some numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for uh, Shelton. Uh, leading the way for them in terms of rushing was Charlie Cessna. He carried the ball 15 times for 67 yards. Kyle Rosh had 13 carries for 53 yards. Marcus Lobber had to fall on a few errant snaps and that sort of thing, got sacked, and so he actually ended up with nine carries for a negative 11 yards. Ben Bomback had a couple of carries for seven yards, and uh, also with a uh, carry here in the ball game was Daniel Romero. Romero lost four on the play. So they carried the ball 40 times for 112 yards, did Shelton. Marcus Lobber was four of six in the air for 65 yards. And uh, no touchdowns, but also no interceptions. They did turn the ball over a couple times, did Shelton, with the fumbles. And they fall to 0-1. Pleasanton with a 40 to nothing win. For the Bulldogs, leading the way was Tyler Pulaski. You carried the ball 18 times for 88 yards. Actually, Riley Brasicki had 91 rushing yards. He was the leading rusher, carried the ball 15 times, had a couple of touchdowns, 91 yards. Brady Klein. Carried the ball five times for four yards. Eric Epley had four carries for 38 yards. Uh, with a couple of carries along the way was uh, Jackson Keyshaw. Keyshaw actually had four carries for nine yards. Brady Klein had also five carries for four yards. Overall, 20 rushes for uh, 230 yards for Pleasanton. And uh, Pleasanton in the air, two out of four in the air for 87 yards. So 317 yards of total offense for the Pleasanton Bulldogs, who pick up a nice win here today by a final score of 40 to nothing. And again, our uh, wrap-up is uh, brought to you by the good folks at Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau. In Carney, kind enough to join us to talk about tonight's win is Ricky Westland. And Ricky, you got to be pretty happy with how things uh, turned out because that was a pretty tight first half, and really you had the opportunity to kind of open things up here late in the second quarter and the entire second half. Yeah, we told the kids to reach deep at halftime. Um, think about all the conditioning we did over there on the sideline in preseason, and it paid off. And, and we, we kind of were talking. Don and I were kind of talking that really Pleasanton, uh, Shelton was going just toe for toe with you. Mm-hmm. The, the, the huge turnaround in the game, in my opinion, was uh, the, the, the goal line stand where you're able to stop them with about uh, what, two minutes to go before halftime on uh, fourth and uh, about one from about the four-yard line. And then you guys punch it in right before halftime, yeah, and that really to, changed things. Yeah, it gave us a chance to look at our two-minute offense a little bit and uh, you know, move the ball down the field with Tyler ending it with a nice pass to Hunter Pates. Yeah, and, and then so you, you get that touchdown and, 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 you know, miss the connection with Pates because mm-hmm. Pates was open twice. Yeah. You know, the first time just didn't get the connection. And you pretty much went to the same play but from the other side, correct? Yes. And uh, what did you see there that, uh, that that opened up for you so much? Oh, we just gave, uh, you know, Tyler a chance to look. He had an option to run on that. You know, the guy kind of hesitated, looked at him, and Hunter was open then behind him. And uh, just hit him perfectly in yep. stride the second mm-hmm. time. And uh, for a first game, it seems to me you guys played. You didn't turn the ball over. A few turn. A few mm-hmm. uh, uh, snaps here. Yeah, a couple yeah. of bobbled snaps. No, didn't turn the ball over. Didn't have that many penalties. 
it's your, just your reaction to how clean your team played tonight. Well, it's just, you know, dedication and, and discipline. You know, we, uh, the managers do a great job of that at practice. They get rewarded if they cause fumbles. So if a varsity guy is holding the ball during agilities and gets punched out, they get rewarded. And the high school kids, they have to do push-ups for it. So it's kind of a, a junior high battle. They're like sharks in the water down there. <laughs> I'll show those older guys. But you guys, uh, again, game on the line. You, you had an all-freshman backfield for a while. I mean, what is, what is – I don't want to say what's the limit for this team, but what is the potential for this team coming up? Because it seems oh. to me that there's a lot of potential. The, well, the potential started during two days. I'd go in the locker room every day, and usually in the years past, the radio's been blaring, kids are getting excited, get out there. They're sitting in there calmly talking to one another. And what they're doing is I think the essential team, you know, their, their heart's all in it together. They're uh, building a bond, and I think that's huge. Because that way when one kid maybe doesn't have the best practice, they're going to step in and challenge him or tell him to pick it up a notch. And I think coming out of the gate like this, I think that speaks volumes to where we're at because of that. Those guys are getting relationships within the team, and they can trust each other. And, and Tyler, really in the first half, was kind of the, the focus of the offense in terms of running the ball. Mm-hmm. They kind of took that away from you, and he had to make some adjustments. Yeah, he just started then, you know, doing some reads here with uh, Rosiski. They started waiting for Tyler, and Rosiski was wide open down the middle, and then we got him around the outside, stretched the field a little bit, sideline to sideline. And you, you love how Rosiski runs, too, because yep. he's 170 pounds but runs like he's sometimes 220. Yep. I mean, there was a couple of times he just played that touchdown run. He mm-hmm. just played flat out ran over somebody. I think he had somebody. two of those tonight. He was, I think he was short on one of them. But the other one, he just ran over the safety and kept going in. And the other time he got down the sideline, looked like he was going to be stopped, and he ran over another kid, but ended up short on that one. But, yeah, powerful runner. Yeah, and, and again, there's a lot, a lot of want to it. He does a good job staying behind his shoulder pads. Yes, he's, his shoulders are square and his feet are churning. And yeah, defensively, you got to be very happy because uh, your team pitched a shutout tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a few passes that could have uh, that scared us a little bit as coaches. You know, we weren't quite deep enough for dropping quicker on the pass. We need to work on our reads a little bit, understand the routes they're coming at us with. Uh, definitely that'll be a big thing next week against Giltner. Yeah, well, let's uh, real quick, let's talk about the Hornets. Uh, it's, not the, it's not the same Hornets team that has been you know, quite as powerful. But again, anytime you travel to Giltner, you're going to have your hands full. Yeah, Jeff does an excellent job with those kids over at Giltner. I think he's been there for 10 years now, and just he's got those kids that love football, and they listen to him, and he'll have them ready to go next week. So what are some things that, I mean, they, the cliche is you make your most improvement between your first and your second game. What yep. are some uh, areas of improvement you want to see next week? I want a uh, little bit cleaner blocking and better reads as we work through our offense. Uh, defense, make sure we read the line a little bit better in CRISPR because we're gonna, that's a big must next week against Giltner. Yeah, 40 points for us, that'll get us to halftime with Giltner. So <laughs> we got to definitely look for ways to put the ball in the end zone more and definitely stop those guys, that high-octane offense that Jeff runs. All right, Ricky, appreciate the time. Best of luck to Thanks you, Thanks for covering us, guys. All right, thank you. Ricky Westland, the head football coach here at Pleasanton, the Bulldogs with a 40 to nothing win, uh, and uh, they'll be in Giltner next week. We're going to continue with more of the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery post-game show right after this timeout. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back here to Pleasanton. Bulldogs with a 40 nothing win over the Bulldogs. It was uh, Pleasanton at home over Shelton, a final 
of 40 to nothing. A reminder for you that coming up tomorrow right here on ESPN Radio, we'll have another high school football game for you. We'll travel out to uh, just outside of Hastings as Adam Central will play host to Kearney Catholic. Pre-game will start at 6.30. We'll kick things off at 7 o'clock, and um, we'll have action for you as well as Sutton traveling to Donovan Trumbull. That game tomorrow will be on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. And, of course, St. Cecilia beginning at 6 o'clock with the pregame, and then they'll uh, kick off at 7 o'clock over in Adams against Freeman. It'll be St. Cecilia taking on Freeman tomorrow. Again, the kickoff is scheduled for 7 o'clock on our group of stations. All three of us will be kicking off at uh, 7 o'clock pregame at 6 on KHAS Radio for St. Cecilia and for Freeman. And we'll have uh, coverage from Adams Central at 6.30 right here on ESPN Radio. And don't forget, tomorrow night, the Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air. We'll have all the scores and highlights for you from uh, the games on our group of stations at Platte River Radio, as well as uh, some coaches' comments and that sort of thing. As uh, It's a great opportunity as you come back from your high school game to follow what's going on across the entire state of Nebraska. A relatively quiet night in terms of high school football uh, tonight across the country, but Carney High, Grand Island, that'll be a big one in Class A tomorrow. There was a huge matchup between uh, Millard North and Omaha North, and Omaha North, that last report, did have a two-touchdown lead over Millard North, so the third-ranked team in the state with the lead over the top-ranked team in the state in Class A. And again, on KKPR, uh, it uh, is a uh, final score, 14-6 uh, uh, Centura with the win over Kimball. And uh, Don Lease, uh we saw a pretty good football team here tonight. Yep. Saw a lot of a lot of improvement, I think, from Shelton. But uh, I think Pleasanton is going to be a pretty good football team. I do too, Randy. I, they got a lot of things, you know, to look forward to. Uh, that their team speed, they're good up front. Uh, the quarterback is is good. He can do a lot of things with that triple option look out of things. And then, you know, he 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 can throw the football good too. You know, it's not like they they just have to run the football. All of a sudden, they they get down or something in the game. They're able to do some things too. They're in the air and stuff. They got good hands with the receivers. Uh, it's a good looking football team, Pleasanton. And then, you know, Shelton. They're you know they don't have anything to be. You know, yeah, the score. They, but the, other than that, you know, that first half that was first tight. Half, yeah, I think they you, you good. see who they are. I think I think the first half. That's who they are. Yeah. Uh, if, especially if they can have some success. If they get a little bit of success, they will keep playing like they did in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, when your dauber gets down and and you, you it, confidence is such a huge oh, yeah. thing yeah. for a team that uh, did not make the playoffs from the year before lost a lot of kids if they would have got a little bit of confidence that would have been uh i, th- I think it would have been a real tough win here for pleasanton it certainly wouldn't have been what turned out oh yeah definitely definitely you know had had a few things going you know Sh- shelton's way you know you're in a dog fight throughout the whole game well the home team will be on the road and the road team will be at home next week uh, as pleasanton will travel to giltner tomorrow as you heard coach westland talk about taking on the hornets uh, that will be a week from tomorrow out in giltner and a week from tomorrow, Shelton will have their home opener against Sumner, Eddieville Miller, as the Mustangs will come into town to take on Shelton. Any last thoughts? No, this is a fun game, Randy. Yeah. It, was, it was good to get, you know, the season off like this. I know. We're playing Beautiful football. Beautiful weather We're playing stuff. football. This is awesome. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, very excited to be back for another season of high school football here in our group of stations, including ESPN Superstation. Once again, our final score, it was Pleasanton 40 and uh, Shelton nothing. 
And that is the final. We'll be back with you tomorrow from Adam Central from Patriot Field as Adam Central will play host to Carney Catholic right here on the ESPN Superstation. I'm Randy Bushcutter for Don Lee Center Engineer back in the studios, Billy Thompson. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.